here is a form of multimedia entertainment beyond that which is good. These games are as vast in number as they are terrible. They dwell in the dark recesses of history, unearthed from the pits of the bargain bin. These are the games of horror. This is Garbage Game Night. Welcome to Garbage Game Night, the podcast where we find the heart of gold in something with a truly rough, sometimes horrifying exterior. Perhaps it just needed a few more weeks in production. Perhaps it needed someone to love it as a child. Perhaps it's batshit insane and we can just bask in its glory. We've got a truly fascinating one this evening, but first I've got to introduce the panel that's here with me tonight. So, Tom, how you doing over there? I'm doing good. Doing good, buddy. Any, how about uh, you? Any new games? We. Oh, I'm I'm good. You're gonna ask me again how I'm doing. I'm doing fantastic, Tom. <laughs> gonna, Thank you. I'm gonna try to make it a thing. <laughs> what you know? a suck just up. Be... That doesn't get you any points, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> just um, any, anything for the prize. Um, so <laughs> I am... we uh, we actually both of us uh, we we played a, a game together. We recently finished a game, didn't we? Oh we wow, we did. We finished uh, Pandemic Legacy Season Two. That's right, and we saved the world. We did. We did. It felt, uh, we we dis, uh, discussed it and we thought we did an eight out of ten job of saving the world. Yes. <laughs> How many deaths okay. does that equate to? Oh, oh so many. So uh, honestly, oh, the the whole world was destroyed. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was it was definitely one of those things where the very last mission was kind of like you can fail, like you can lose, and if you do. Um, that's why we did it out of ten because it was like there were like five good endings and five bad endings and it was all based Mm -hmm. on if you won the final mission so to keep it really really short you can play each month only twice and the first time that we played the spoilers for season two of pandemic i'm I'm trying to keep it i'm (laughs) gonna keep it vague to avoid spoiling it but effectively in the mission the first time we did it we didn't fully know what we'd be like getting ourselves into and not only did we lose but the best possible character to complete the task died so going into our second game was actually really cool because we were like man this is uh gonna be really really hard to do but we managed to pull it off and uh, just to give you a a sense of how wacky it was the ultimate savior of the universe was a (laughs) one-year-old but she was she's a fully she's Mm -hmm. a full adult but she's only one years old because Mm -hmm. she was spawned from the tumors of Annie Wilkes, who is now oh, like a, of misery. Yeah, of misery. So <laughs> in the first pandemic, she was like normal aged and she went through the pandemic and she survived. But the world is like a mutated place now. And she's unique in that she's kind of like Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. Like she has every disease possible, but none of them <laughs> can really get at her because they're all hitting her at once. Right. So she is. These, she's invincible. None of yeah, them are basically. striking the killing blow. <laughs> yeah. So she's like 170 <laughs> years old or something crazy like that. And we often describe her as having these like huge amorphous tumors. And so... Um, when we discovered a new character in the game later on, she kind of looked like, I think she kind of looked like a nun, we said. So we decided to say that she was spawned from one of Annie Wilkes' tumors. Uh, that's why she's only one years old. Mm-hmm. And her name is Sister Tumoria. But cyst as in a cyst on your body. Exactly. Cyst. <laughs> yes. Uh... Now, does, so does this game actually like sequel like that? Like that what you're playing now is based on how you finished... Ooh, season oh, no, one no. is that what you said or? no it's very much now the storyline continues it's very much like how you'll do an rpg and if they do a continuation of the rpg they're like this is how the world ended and you're like but that's not how i ended it 
Like it, <laughs> it ended better when I was done or worse. This So at the end of right. pandemic one, I thought we did really good. Like we finished it and we were like, yeah, but the world went to shit. It's bad now. Yeah. All right. And Tom, we're going to ask everyone this question. I asked everyone to do a little bit of homework. Give me your uh, your favorite <laughs> WWE moment character, some sort of plot point. Give me something. Yeah. I know you're not particularly a fan of WWE, I, right? I'm not, <laughs> so I'm not against it at all. I, um, I, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. it was it was around, so I had very minute exposure to it. I described, when you gave us a homework assignment, I briefly described, I was like, I think there was a guy with a white face and his name was Sting. And I, I think I was right <laughs> on that. Yeah. I love um, Sting. Um, and I tried <laughs> to describe to Chris but, that there yeah. was a guy. I thought, why well, say his name was like he had a very normal name, but he had a beard, long hair, kind of a like a like a chubbier dude. But he was like crazy, and he wore like a button down. I think does this not ring any bells? I talking about mankind. No, I I know if I heard it, I had to, I'll have to look it up. He had he. I just know that he he was in a documentary because he got like injured so often and like just how much he. That um, sounds like mankind or yeah. Mick Foley. Like mankind, yeah. No, that's it. Mick Foley. Mick Foley. That, yeah. that sounds yeah. very mankind is Mick He's all those Foley, people. Yeah. And Cactus Jack. And <laughs> oh, he is. Cactus Jack. And uh, oh, wow. who is Dude <laughs> yeah. Love? He was Dude, Dude Love, yeah. And also Dude Love, yeah. I'm learning a lot already. Yeah, you could, um, yeah, in most wrestling that, games, you could right. have four Mick Foley's fighting each other. They're all different people. Yeah, 100%. I just looked up Mick Foley. That's absolutely the guy I thought it was. Yeah. That's all I got. Good answer. And. Hunter, how you doing over there? I'm doing well. I'm doing well, Chris. Good. I would ask you how you're doing, but we already... You already stole it. You already yeah. have points for that. <laughs> yeah, 100 points. <laughs> well, I uh... got to get points by actually like trying, and he's just, you know... He's reaching for the low-hanging fruit. It's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll collect them yeah. all, buddy. Right off the ground. <laughs> pick, it all, pick this rotten fruit right off the ground. <laughs> um, I actually uh, took... Uh, I've still been doing like a little bit of Animal Crossing here and there, but we've... We've put most mm-hmm. gaming on pause to actually finally uh, finish from start to finish Breaking Bad. Ooh. Um, oh, yeah. And we oh, we wow. watched the very last episode, which I had never seen. I had seen in the past the times I had, I had gotten very far. I'd seen up to like uh, near the end of the fourth season, but I had never seen uh, wow. the climax of the fourth mm-hmm. season. Really? So... We literally got to that point like two days ago, three days ago, and then watched the entirety of the fifth season over the last like three days. And we finished it this morning. Oh, wow. And I'm I'm still reeling from it because it was. They get to I, watch it's, El Camino. It's, yeah, we're, we're going to be we were going to watch that tonight, but something came up and I have to do this like this stupid thing. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Car- Carly's really upset right now. She's like. She's probably she actually watching it in the living room. She's probably watching without it, me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I I was I I've always been blown away by the show, but like finally finishing it is one of my favorite shows, and it was absolutely worth like watching through all over again. Yeah. So that's what we've been doing. And what about you, Hunter? Favorite uh, WWE moment that you've picked out? I used to like it a lot when I was a kid, and I'd watch mm-hmm. it with my dad all the time. And I don't know the storyline as well, but it was around the time when Hulk Hogan and Kevin Nash started um, NWO. And um, I, I really enjoyed the whole NWO story arc, but I, I have this one memory of it where at some point, for some reason, Hulk 
and I forget what his name was at the Kevin Nash during the whole NWO thing. No, no, Hulk's name was he just going yes. by Hulk? Yeah, Hulk okay. Hogan. Uh, Hollywood, Hollywood Hogan, Hogan and Kevin time. Nash. They brought <laughs> yeah. their families on to the wrestling show, and like so, they're all in their like little kind of interview booth, just like you know they're doing like b-roll or whatever and these kids are just like playing around hanging out and hollywood hogan and kevin nash are like doing interviews and i just like i looked over at my dad i was really really young when this happened and i straight up asked my dad if he could try to become a wrestler so that he could then join (laughs) the nwo and i he could hang out with hulk hogan and kevin nash and i could hang out with their kids and it would it like like at the time it seemed like a completely doable idea perfectly reasonable yeah like i had understood at the point that wrestling was not like real but i just wanted to like be a part of it and and be able to hang All out. All right. <laughs> good answer. Uh, Frank, how you doing over there? I'm doing good. All right. Playing anything new over there, Frank? Did, did I talk about Halo last time? I don't think I did. Halo? No. There's a game called yeah, Halo? So, what's Halo? <laughs> okay. Don't don't give me that, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, Master Chief Collection has been out on PC for a couple months now. But uh, on, on PC, they've been releasing it piecemeal because they've had to re kind of they kind of redo it to work on PC. Mm-hmm. So they released Halo Reach first and then the original Halo remastered and they just released Halo 2 remastered a couple days ago. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't played any of the storyline though. You know, I just, I just play, play some multiplayer and uh, I'm 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 really bad again, you know? It's uh, it's <laughs> it's it's really and then, you know, cuz I I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty recently, you know, so I'm used to that. Mm-hmm. And then I pop into Halo and it's a completely different you know, play oh, style, sure. play, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is what you know. So I, I I did that for a couple hours, and then I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go back to Call of Duty. Also, because I, I, no one I know has Halo on PC right now, anyway. So just me playing with a bunch of no, random no one's people. Playing which, Halo Two in 2020, you're saying? <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, people are. I just don't know any of them, and they're all None very friends, rude. Right? Uh, <laughs> it's it really does feel like the old Xbox They've got 360 a lot of days. things to say about my mom. Yeah, the, the, you know, <laughs> you turn the mic on, mother, but I don't know them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really like, man, the time capsule still exists here. I think people are doing it on purpose just because they can, you know? Everyone's just yeah. excited to be back. Take some, take it's like a time machine. Time. <laughs> yeah. Your favorite WWE moment. Okay. There's a lot, you know? Okay, keep it uh, short, Frank. Yeah. So this I'm going to do this one. That I planned. <laughs> <laughs> it's not necessarily my favorite, but it was one of those ones where it really confused me as a child. It was when uh, Lita and uh, Kane got married. See, Lita was okay. with the Hardy Boys, Matt and Jeff Hardy, right? She, they were like a trio, and they used to do all kinds of jumping and flipping and all that kind of stuff. It was really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And, and she was always team with... Team Extreme. Uh, yeah, Team Extreme. And she was always with Matt Hardy, right? Uh, but then they did the storyline where Kane wanted to date her and get like hang on her, and he kept fighting Matt Hardy, and it was this whole thing. And then it turns out uh, Lita is pregnant, you know, and so Matt thinks it's his kid, but then Kane's like, no, it's my kid. And then at some point they do like a, I think a, a paternity test, test, and it turns out it's Kane's kid. And then they have, and then they have a, uh, what was it called? They had like a thing where Matt Hardy went against Kane. Uh, it was like a till death do us part match or something where uh, the winner of the match gets to marry Lita 
uh, <laughs> and then Kane ends up winning. And then it, it, it Kane, I don't, Kane is, I guess I should explain this. He's a giant, big, scary dude who used to wear a mask on his face uh, because in the sure. storyline, his face was so horribly burned, <laughs> you know, that he can't show his face. And when I was a kid, um, this guy that my cousin was dating up in uh, Boston, he used to go to a gym all the wrestlers would go to when they were up in that area, you know? So he had met Kane okay. and all those guys. And then so I, I was like, does Kane really have a burnt face? And he's like, no. And I was like, oh, okay, you know? <laughs> no, but he kind of looks like Meatloaf. <laughs> yeah, but he's, he's really big, though. You know, he they're does. all really big, strong dudes. He does, yeah. Um, so I was like, okay. He's also you know. like a mayor in Tennessee or something. Uh, Knoxville, Tennessee. Knoxville, Tennessee. Yeah, he's the current sitting mayor of Knoxville, yeah. Tennessee. And he's got some interesting policies, you know, for a guy who <laughs> you wouldn't think, but he does. Beat so people up for a living. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, and then uh, and then and then so she's pregnant, and then she gets a, uh, some fights and stuff and then she accidentally gets a miscarriage because someone during a match pushes Kane on top of her and that causes a miscarriage. It was, it was like the oh most ridiculous God. stuff. His name was Gene Snitsky. Yeah. His name was Gene Snitsky. Yeah, there you go. And then that became his whole gimmick was <laughs> it wasn't my fault. Cause, yeah, because that was his gimmick for a while was oh that he God. was blamed for, this, for Lita's miscarriage. Yeah. And it got so serious to the point where that was his like intro like catchphrase was it wasn't much like can you smell what the rock is cooking? <laughs> his was it wasn't my fault. <laughs> what? So, oh my God. So, and it it yeah, wasn't so that, my yeah. fault. So yeah, that that confused young Frank a lot. Uh, and I had to, I, I, you know, I can see that's how one that I looked up you. way later. I, I looked it up later just to re, you know I was like, did that really happen? There's so many things in wrestling we watch. Like, did that really you know the rock? The other side thing, the rock and. Um, Mankind teamed up for a while and they were called Rock and Sock. And that was like another <laughs> thing of like, who thought? I mean, it was great. It was great. Once, but you're like, did that really happen? And you look, yeah, no, that really did happen. So, but yeah, I think the Lita Kane wow. thing was just a very, I was just so confused. I was like, why would she marry him? I don't understand. Yeah, anyway. Tonight we've got a fifth person with us, Eddie's first time on the podcast. Uh, how you doing this quarantine evening, Ooh. Eddie? I'm, I'm doing great. Everybody knows that to make an automobile run more efficiently you add a fifth you add wheel, a fifth wheel. <laughs> so. <laughs> so i ask everyone uh, first time here on the podcast give us a little bit of your uh, your background in gaming what's your favorite uh, game style particular game and also one one hot gaming take something a controversial game view all right um favorite gaming styles are it's either uh, first person shooters or racing games i'm a okay. big fan of any game that i can kind of jump in and out without really committing to an actual linear story um, there you go I'm one, yeah um hot gaming take i don't really get final fantasy like at all Ooh, any of them ouch. i don't see why okay. i'm like I, I get it as far as like okay video games is a a medium to tell stories and this just you know i don't get yeah. it High art sci-fi, not for you. All right. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. It's like, well, it's, it's like is is it the it's story very or the gameplay? It's very involved anime. You know what I mean? Like, you, like yeah, it's a lot so, of baggage to take on to uh, finish a Final Fantasy you know, game. Yeah, it's like I can wrap my head around the story. It's just like how we get there. It's just like a lot of you know shoving people in your backpack, and that <laughs> never really made sense to me growing up. All right, yeah. perhaps the right there with Frank, maybe the most knowledgeable wrestling fan out there G give me a give me a favorite moment in wwe 
favorite moment that that's tough because um there there's so many so many <laughs> like where do we begin um but honestly probably one of my favorite storylines was when uh rest in peace eddie guerrero uh won mm -hmm. his wwe championship and uh, beat brock lesnar for it mm -hmm. pay-per-view called no way out um, that was a really cool moment. He didn't win clean because the character, his whole gimmick was that he would lie, cheat, and steal. And okay. as, a ch as a child, there wasn't a lot of like, um, like Latin uh, representatives in, in television or whatever. And there were very right. few. And he was one of them. But again, his gimmick was lie, cheat, and steal. So it was just like, <laughs> all right, we'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> we're there. <laughs> we'll take it. You know? Share and, a name. And, all right. <laughs> Sure, why not, you know? And then it, it's funny because when, when you sent me this, you asked this question, it was like, oh, the story of, of, of Eddie and Chris, Chris Benoit, because oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the night, a few months later, you know, Chris Benoit, he who shall not be named in WWE lore anymore. Um, right. If you don't know who that is, you know, Wikipedia, yeah. and I'm you sorry. Wikipedia's out there, yeah. Yeah. Um, Tough. But... Then at WrestleMania, because both of those both of those wrestlers had a really cool story coming from WCW and then coming into WWE and then winning both of what were considered at the time like the top championships, um, mm. and like for a very brief moment in time, like it was like wrestling uh, heaven for me. And then it kind of went downhill. Uh, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's probably <laughs> that my brief favorite. period there. It's memorable. I like. Yeah, that. for that's for a good. solid you know few years, it was it was. Enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I don't know too much about wrestling myself, so I appreciate that. And we'll, much like Land of the Lost, we'll see how much this actually uh, is relevant to the game we're about to play this evening. But uh, before <laughs> we jump into this game, backtrack. The last game that we played, we learned how to talk to ladies. So have you guys been inundated with women? Frank, did you play again like you said you would, or did you just watch the YouTube videos, <laughs> which would have been nearly I, the uh, same thing? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I uh, almost got Diana to play again. <laughs> uh, she, she wanted to play Tetris again, yeah. So I, so we ended up playing Tetris and not oh, playing no, play Super, Super Sedition. Sedition. I was like, <laughs> I was like, come on, we can, we can really hundred percent this thing. Uh, she wasn't super keen on that, but I, I did read so one. So your own dark at night. <laughs> yeah, uh, how it's meant to be played. I, I did watch the the video for the second one, and man, the second one mm -hmm. really did up the ante. There's like tanks. There's a giant throne. <laughs> there's all kinds of. There's a date that happens within a date. You could stop the one date to do another date. It's like, it, it's <laughs> they really up the ante on that one. Um, you really kind of downsold yeah. how insane. At one point, I think he launches missiles at some mm -hmm. YouTubers who yeah, previously reviewed his games. Yeah, as the uh, just cause uh, route. Yeah. And uh, Eddie, do you have any idea what we're talking about? Are you sour you missed out on that masterclass that we had? <laughs> no, I, I I actually, you know, I'm an avid listener of uh, oh, GGN, as, as we call it. Glad to hear you know, it. The, the fan base. <laughs> yeah. We, we, call ourselves, uh, we call ourselves uh, trash. <laughs> Trashies, the raccoons. <laughs> the tra <laughs> yeah. There's literally so. dozens of you. <laughs> yes. Tens of us. You're all eating out of the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was a fun one. I was glad to have uh, everyone. So many people on the podcast. Glad to do that one. Hopefully, we'll do another one. It's not going to be Super Seducer too. <laughs> yeah, quick podcast update. So this is um, episode fifteen here. Always tell you to make sure to check out the website for some more information on the games. Always post some screenshots, and I'm getting all the rewards together that we've done, and you'll be able to see all the little three D printed images there, and you'll be able to see that uh, Pua in a fedora hat, which came out really well for the last one. So check out the website for that. All right, finally, let's get 
get into this game. All right, so let me set the scene for you. In 2006, there's a little company by the name of Bethesda Softworks. It was doing okay. They had just released a game you may have heard of called Oblivion, and they were soon to be acquiring the Fallout franchise and would be releasing Fallout 3 in 2008. But here they were in early Generation 7, which is Xbox 360, PS3 era. Tom Clancy games dominated the realistic military shooter genre with your Rainbow Sixes, your Ghost Recons, and your Splintering Cells, etc. Bethesda was looking to get their foot in the door for the super-secret Ghost Covert Op Recon Squad genre. And if you're looking for a good place to start, how about this? What if I told you that there was a man who not only founded SEAL Team 6 was not only a Vietnam covert ops vet, but he also had an established novel franchise of bestsellers about his secret op experiences in (laughs) Vietnam, and also branching into a fictional series of his own ghost op stories, and he was on board to license the material. Well, I give you Richard Marcinko's Rogue (laughs) Warrior. The household right. name, Richard Marcinko. So the first news of the game we have here is uh, some, ex- these are some excerpts from a GameSpot article in 2006 by Jason Ocampo. While Tom Clancy dominates the genre of realistic military shooters, it's going to get some competition from a legendary Navy SEAL. Bethesda and Zombie Interactive are working on a Rogue Warrior, a tactical shooter for PC, Xbox 360, and PS3. It won't be based on Marcinko's real-life exploits in the Vietnam War, though. Instead, the plot, which could be ripped from today's headlines, is set in modern-day North Korea, a uh, sentence that could be true for the last three decades, I guess. You'll lead his four-man SEAL team deep into enemy territory, infiltrating submarine facilities and gathering intelligence. And I'm going to pause my notes for just a quick second because I have nominated Hunter as... I'm going to offend everyone else as the most likely to finish this game. Oh, not because I told that wonderful story about my childhood, including my... My dad? Story oh, sucks. That personal story that you had? <laughs> Wait, was that a real so story? Dumb. Yeah, man. Again, just like your popcorn out. story. <laughs> all of my, everything, I, everything I've ever said on this podcast. I called that movie it's the other day. They lie. said, we don't do that. Your name isn't even Hunter. <laughs> nope. It really I, isn't. It's not my, my first that's name. That's true. Yeah. But if you used your real name, it would be confusing for listeners. My, my real name is Chris Tom Frank Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> That is extremely confusing. (laughs) All right. First, this isn't a rigidly scripted game like so many other military shooters. The team felt the rails approach these games use doesn't capture the essence of SEAL combat. The levels are fairly large for first-person shooter. The idea is that you'll be able to approach situations in a tactical manner you determine, like a SEAL team would have to do. Control your team with tactics commands. The campaign will support cooperative gameplay where friends can jump in and take over any of the three slots on your team. The most interesting part is the tiling system for competitive multiplayer. The developer explains one of the problems with online games is the levels never change. Rogue Warrior separates the map into three sections that can be mixed and matched to create hundreds of different maps. Each team picks a tile for their side and the server generates a tile in the center with 24 uh, 24 player online. It's built using the Unreal 3 engine, same as upcoming Gears of War. Even in its early stage, it looks really sharp. The character modeling on the various seals looks eerily good. However, this may be a game in which the audio outdoes the Unreal 3 graphics, as Marcinko and other ex-Navy seals that he bases his characters on provide their own voices in the game. And if you've ever read any of his novels, you know he has a very colorful way with the English language. Bethesda and Zombie <laughs> hope the Rogue Warrior series shakes up the military shooter genre. Zombie has plenty of experience thanks to its Spec Ops games. Infusing Marcinko's popular franchise and tactical flexibility may be a birth of a new kind of shooter. Now, the reason that I brought up the wrestler thing 
It's because I don't know a whole lot about wrestling, and I know a lot of you know a lot about wrestling, but it does tie in here. There was a wrestler in the WWF named Afa or Afa the Wild Samoan. Does yeah. that ring any bells for anyone? He's a, Tell us I, about him, Eddie. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, they're part of a big like wrestling family dynasty because I, I believe he had a, a brother or a cousin, and that was the tag team they're in called the Wild Samoans. And yeah. the people related to that tree, like that are current, is like Roman Reigns, and I even think Rikishi and The Rock, like like that whole Samoan family is like all connected. But yeah, yes, gotcha. well known. Continue, please. Yeah, uh, <laughs> off of the Wild Samoan, he was trained by Rocky Johnson. That's the Rock's dad. And we're yeah. going to bring up The Rock every time we can here. Um, and we probably should do a, uh, yeah, RIP to uh, Rocky Johnson. We should probably do a game for each game that we do, degrees of separation from The Rock. Um, but anyway, Afa was <laughs> called on to be the wrestling trainer for Darren Aronofsky's 2008 film, The Wrestler. And for reasons that I could not find out, the extremely foul-mouthed part of Richard Demo Dick Marcinko in this game will not be played by Richard Marcinko. It will be played by Mickey Rourke. So I hope you're ready for Ooh. some of the filthiest, commie-hating, most goddamn patriotic wow. language you have ever heard being provided <laughs> by the wrestler Mickey Rourke. <laughs> wow. All right. So did anyone know this game existed? Have you heard of it, seen the cover before? I've seen the cover. No, Negative. not at all. No, what year I just thought it was out? a Punisher thing. Kind of looks this, like the uh, Punisher. It, you know? it looks yeah. a bit like that. Yeah. No, this game came out in 2008. But when did the wrestler me, come out? Actually, I'm sorry. No, this game was re- Rogue Warrior was released in 2009, and the wrestler came out in 2008. Eddie, yeah. what, what's your opinion on the wrestler? You've seen it, right? Oh, I think it, it's it's really good. It's it it sucks how accurate it is. <laughs> yeah. It, it like I I've heard. <laughs> Accounts of like different uh, yeah. WWE or whatever wrestlers like crying from watching. I think uh, yeah, Roddy Piper uh, allegedly. Roddy Piper, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. The, the art for this and the name look like if you took a selection of every single game from the genre and every single cover art from the genre and just blended them together. This is the exact <laughs> name you'd every get. Every game from the Clancy verse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Rogue All it Warrior. needs is a background with like seven more agents. <laughs> right. <laughs> like looking over their shoulder, all holding different guns, <laughs> slight, decked out back. slightly differently. <laughs> one's got a helmet, one's got a face mask, one's got short sleeves, long sleeves. <laughs> Yeah, Everyone so how's, how's the pitch different. for this sound? The first description that this game had, um, the first news of this game, what, keep, they're, what they're aiming for. I keep seeing Rogue Warrior, and I just keep thinking Star Wars for some reason. Like, I can't <laughs> get out of my head that this is yeah. not a Star Wars game. And I even see this, like, Punisher-esque looking uh, guy here with a knife, and I'm just like, yeah, he's gonna, he's got the force. <laughs> right, and Rogue Warrior is actually the name of Richard Marcinko's book, which I just linked in our group chat. It's a number one New York Times bestseller. Is that and it, it Richard is, Marcinko on the cover? That is Richard Marcinko. It's, uh, it's, oh, it's his biography, and then like I said, he went off into... Um, do a create a series from that that is much more fictional but about more adventures that we'll talk some more about later yeah the, the style of gameplay the, the more tactical based it, it didn't stand out too much to me um, as being different than what we've seen in other games but i think that the tiling system um, for online play sounded pretty cool i don't know if any game has done that since like you have two teams and one team can pick their kind of home tile the other team can pick their tile and area in the middle is generated to make them blend together. It sounds like a kind of a cool idea. Yeah. yeah. Makes Arnold Schwarzenegger look like little Lord 
Fauntleroy? Fauntleroy. Yeah, I, I, that's a name I've heard, and I don't get the reference. Uh, I did not I'm get the Roy. reference either. I've heard Little it as Lord well. Fauntleroy is a novel by the English-American writer Francis Hodgson Burnett. It was a child's novel. Uh, wow. For a diss, that's like really highbrow. <laughs> These look like little Lord Fauntleroy. Uh, <laughs> uh, like, uh, I don't even know. Are you complimenting me? Is 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 little Lord Fauntleroy <laughs> like a stand-up guy? Was he was he pretty tough? I mean, he's a lord. He's a lord yeah, so, so he's got to be doing well for yeah, who himself. Knows, as little as I know, maybe the name was meant ironically. Maybe he was gigantic. He no <laughs> made the cover, though, so it's like assuming that everybody knows who little lord Faultaboy is. Or that was is. the only review, one of the two. Yeah, it's like either or. <laughs> it's not a good sign. It could go down. either way. When your review makes the cover. <laughs> it, it screams that, like, while you're looking at it, they're like, wait, 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 don't look away, don't look away. People- Someone else has read it. Someone <laughs> yeah. said something about it. Yeah. <laughs> it also doesn't say who actually said that, though. It, it just says the New York Times, New York book Times. reviewer. Oh, book yeah, it doesn't reviewer. say his name. Because yeah. <laughs> fuck that guy. You know what I've been uh, playing recently? Grim Dawn, which I, I think is just... Oh, really? I think it's just Discount Diablo. Yeah. Yeah, no, I played I, it for a little I bit. I think it's a little, like, higher tier than Discount Diablo. Oh, really? I'd say it, I, it makes... Blizzard has a way of like simplifying the mechanics of a game down to like the bare necessities. It's what they did with Warcraft. It's what they do with yeah Diablo like, three Starcraft. is that way, but Diablo two I yeah. think is pretty in depth. Oh, because so I think I think Grim Dawn is somewhere between two and three. So yeah, it's not as agreed. in depth as two, but it's more in depth than three. So I now have a weird thing. I think it's I forget what it's called. You it's got like a zoo. It's like a bramble thing. It looks like a giant plant monster. So yeah, Dry, I just dryad. No, no, it's a lot weirder than that. Um, <laughs> it's it looks like a like a bear combined, but if it was made out of like leaves and twigs and stuff. All right, enough but, about your pets. It's fine. Let's kill it's some fucking about your commies. Stupid game. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Um, can all of you see me? Can all of yeah. you see me? Oh, yeah. yeah. Everyone, everyone, bask in that music for a second there. Just really crank it. Bask in the music. The that. slow moving character. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like title idly screen, waiting very to stab you. He's got a knife in his gun and his offhand. No idea right. what he looks like because his eyes are completely. So many down. shadows. Rogue shadow warrior. All right, very, let's jump into the single player lighting. game here, and uh, we'll we'll just single observe player. for a little bit, and then we'll jump into um, uh, some discussion about it as after we get past some voiceovers and stuff. So you guys are going to see this in a second, but I can't I can't pass <laughs> this up. I'm at the select difficulty screen. I think Chris knows what I'm talking about. Yep. So I'm going to read these off to you. Uh, <laughs> recruits, if you're a pussy, select this one. Regulars, bring it on, motherfuckers. <laughs> or elites think you're fucking special, huh? Do you have a recommendation, Chris? Medium or easy is fine. Well, I'm definitely not a pussy. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> well <I'm> apparently <laughs> this worked for this worked on Hunter very quickly. <laughs> so I'm very I'm susceptible no, to being called names. <laughs> I am not a pussy. I think he's using some psychology that uh, Super Seducer taught us. <laughs> a mole placed within the ranks of the North Korean regime has discovered intel about a factory which is assembling missiles of an unfamiliar design. The mole is waiting for you within the slums in Ungi. See the rendezvous with our intelligence contact. The trick to Ungi. gamers is you want to take away any form of agency they have. <laughs> take away their independence. <laughs> That's right. And then they'll want it and they'll, they'll, they'll claim that they are independent and they won't pick easy mode. 
a spec. They don't even have to have an easy mode if they do that because nobody will pitch That's me. Whether I'm crawling and growling or going full fucking Faulkner with lots of sound and fury, you count on this. I get the job done. Today, that means flying under the radar. Solid Mickey work. I'm enjoying it. I train these men up through the SEAL program. They've saved my ugly ass more than once. They're dirt bags of hard motherfuckers. And when I'm staring death in the face, it's them I want watching myself. Was he wearing a Actually, parachute? Actually, there's a... <laughs> he doesn't need a parachute. He doesn't need one. He's not a pussy. That's, that's for the... That's for the finer, finer details to worry about. He is about. literally wearing <laughs> oh, the exact man. same thing he was when he jumped. <laughs> With two extra straps. <laughs> so I'm ready so for this. So his two compatriots oh. just got blown up by a grenade. Oh shit! Oh, they're, they're <laughs> they both. That was them who turned into dust. Uh, What's your status? It's a total goat fuck. Goddamn KPA, we're waiting for us. The two guys who he had uh, gone through all kinds of stuff with. Fuck no. Wow. They really Catch it. built them up for them to have been killed so, so easily. A game that originally pitched itself as being very tactical and team-based. Within the first cutscene, your two uh, people who had saved your ass more times than you could count, I believe he said, um, they just got blown up by a grenade and now you're in it alone. So here you are, you're, you're rogue on your first mission. Did you notice how um, <laughs> one of the bad guys watched his friend get his throat slit and then all yes, he did was like hold a, a gun? Right. He was just like, I think <laughs> you're bad. I'm not sure yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stay there. I'm going to capture you. <laughs> and uh, we, uh, we, we weren't like quick on shooting him or anything. We just uh, like no, let, him, let no. him play the scenario out. <laughs> it, it, you know what it reminded me of is you ever seen those scenes in movies where someone's like in an open field and then like someone sneaks up on them and you're like, no. Lights the only up, reason this is possible <laughs> is because the camera, <laughs> like right. by, by only showing one view, he was able to sneak up. But in real life, he would see that guy. <laughs> like in this situation, right. <laughs> whilst you slit this dude's throat, you would have seen the guy directly in front of you be like oh. yeah <laughs> no they were bad they were bad soldiers hunters i think you're probably looking through the menu trying to figure out how you can assign the jump yeah. button to something there is no jump button hunter don't worry about okay, it okay that's good so yeah. i've i've assigned grenade i've taken it off the right click i put it on g for mm -hmm. grenade Hey, uh, yep. only pussies <laughs> jump over <walls>. Only <laughs> pussies <laughs> reconfigure their controls. <laughs> I go through walls. Now, uh, I, I have picked you, Hunter, for a reason, because I believe that you, Hunter, that you can finish this game. This game All right. has the potential to clock in at two hours. So we'll see Ooh. if we can right. uh, if we can do it. All right. So we're so speed running tonight. Is we're what speed you're running. Let me Although let me readjust my your sensitivity, uh, sensitivity again. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we know for a fact <laughs> that Frank wouldn't be able to do it. One because his accuracy is horrific. <laughs> but but two because he'd be looking for like every little token and secret thing that's in the game. He'd be off in the like the forest here looking for stuff. <laughs> Listen, Tom, Daikatana is a very tricky game, okay? <laughs> so he's using the pistol right now. The pistol is infinite ammo. As um, there's also stealth be. kills. I'm pretty sure that guy was wearing a cup. Hunter <laughs> shot him in the junk like a few times. Quite a few times. Right. <laughs> All right, we're entering our first building here. We've cleared out a few of those North Koreans. Those, those darn North, North Koreans. Koreans. 
<laughs> still, still opting not to shoot stealth kill dick. someone. That's fine though. <laughs> just, just always shoot I didn't realize the there was a stealth kill until I got you, right uh, up behind him. That's the beauty of the game. Hitty. Here you go. Here's a stealth kill in ten seconds. <laughs> Gave him All a right, respectable enjoy. warning shot. <laughs> the old Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I tell him run. You know. <laughs> Now, Go this away. game does sport about 26, I believe, different takedown kills, so we'll want to make sure we, we explore all those. That one was non-lethal. <laughs> oh, that's stealthy. <laughs> it tossed a guy out a window. Let him yell real loud. All right, so we're exploring this North Korean uh, authoritarian state can, with our I can booming loudspeakers. I can with this pistol. Well, sure. Drop dead, motherfucker, you fucking amateurs. Does not lose any accuracy. <laughs> At any rate. So, I uh, just, uh, this is a real, real question. Is the idea that he's enraged? Because I thought he was supposed to do, this is covert op, you thought he was supposed to sneak in. Um, well, it depends on the way you play it. I mean, if, if Hunter wants, <laughs> if Hunter wants to play more I have more two Kovac, hours. Could. <laughs> I have two hours. It's pretty quick. It's pretty quick to, uh, to stealth kill them, too. If you sprint, it, this game very much encourages the, the Modern Warfare 2, Marathon, oh, lightweight, okay. uh, like sprinting at them and knifing now. them. I didn't realize I could do that while out of stealth. I just oh, <laughs> yeah. There's no stealth, really. It's just, it's getting close to them and, uh, and melee killing them. <laughs> <laughs> and it seems like you really don't take any damage while you're being uh, the kill mode. Yeah, your screen Not while starts you're to killing. black and white. But yes, while the cutscenes, while you're doing takedowns, no one takes, noise, you don't take bitch. damage. I know we're on a delay, but I hope you picked up something gigantic. Oh, you did. It's a light machine gun. <laughs> there we go. I mean, he I'm looks taking out he these looks commie motherfuckers. LMG, baby. <laughs> Makes Arnold Schwarzenegger look like uh, some fictional Lord character. Lord Like the next like 10 opportunities I have to like Man, lightly like, like rib Lord someone, I'm going to be like, what are you like, little Lord Faltleroy? Little Lord Faltleroy? <laughs> see if any of them are like, oh. <laughs> All right. Now you're getting the hang you of the <laughs> Speed run. Is, uh, Hunter is sprinting at people, knifing them as fast as he can. That's the way to play this game. And just punching them sometimes. <laughs> sometimes just knifing them in the ear. Oh, yeah. And I'm about to do this for the next two hours, and I can't see myself not enjoying it. So. <laughs> <laughs> if there's 26 different ones, it's, it's, it's I lucky two hours. He's lucky that his character is the incarnation of Sonic the Hedgehog. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's sprinting at someone, and uh, you slash their throat, oh. and then you. Uh, you just watch him. I just hit him on the ground behind the oh. knee. Oh. I got him behind the knee and then got him in the throat. <laughs> we get delivered some lines that, every once in a while. I got bullets for that every quick one of those jugular stab. Is yep. like the most brutal. It's a like stare you can down. Just hear yeah, the yeah. thwack. I, you, I think uh, the, you jab them in the neck and then you stare them. You just watch their life drain out of their body. There's one where <laughs> he puts it into his forehead. That's pretty rough. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, there, there's one where you, uh, oh, you're using a gun like a pussy? <laughs> I shot like three bullets! Oh, and I died, because I was using a gun like a pussy. <laughs> so you may have noticed from the intro, oh, I think it. some of us saw, that uh, 
this this game was not released originally as pitched by Zombie Studio, who had made Spec Ops games. It was instead by Rebellion, a game development. And it also came out at the end of 2009 rather than 2006, 2007, as originally quoted. It was, uh, it was originally going to be called Rogue Warrior Black Razor. After complete silence from Bethesda and the developer for two years, it was announced that they Ooh. had dropped the subtitle. I made, him, I made a guy shoot himself. In the oh, head. You've, you've done that a few times, but the animation is, is not that great, and it's hard to see. Oh, okay. So, yeah, after they dropped right. the subtitle of Black Razor, um, they said they weren't happy with the direction it was going. And uh, just not he enough. did the frontal stab where you can stare him in the eyes as he dies. <laughs> oh, cutscene. Admiral, you read me. Five by five. Tell me you got there in time. Matter of perspective. <laughs> I recovered the intel. No, no, then? Comics the guy's dead. You didn't get there in time. <laughs> factories by the docks. Good. Maintain your objective. Find out what they've got, and if necessary, destroy it. Payback. Marcinko, you copy that? So he's hanging off a balcony, and it, he's got his whole head sticking out over the ledge. They're shooting at him from 15 feet away, and... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's like Steven Seagal's older brother. <laughs> he very it's much super is. convenient that they have the repelling wires off most of their balconies. Started. Yeah. The intel I liberated from our informant indicates a munitions factory is turning out missiles for the great leader. Just like they had back in back in the day. Picture <laughs> the guy. What's his name? Richard Marcinko. Richard Marcinko. Marcinski. You would call him yeah. by his uh, nickname, Demo Dick. That's fine. Oh, check out this, yeah. uh, listen, listen, this, uh, listen no. this voice over here. That's the factory. The great leader must have a tiny dick. He, he's got a strong Steven Seagal vibe. I've killed yeah, this so brutal. Like, like it, was, it started off as like a, a Delta Force like mm -hmm. video game tie-in, and it, they couldn't get the license, and they were like, ah, <laughs> all right, Cinco it is. It was already Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> Some of the kills are funny. Like, he went up and he grabbed that guy from behind, and he didn't even struggle. <laughs> like, <laughs> he completely was like, ah, you got me. Oh, like, also, every enemy in here is deaf. Like, deaf. You, can you can run up full, full speed sprint. behind him. You've got so many little, like, pockets on your jacket, so much different gear, but none of it jingles. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you saw that last guy. He did not kill. He, he like absolutely murders nine out of ten guys but then the one that he chokes out he gently places down on the ground <laughs> it's time to go to sleep <laughs> yeah he's like you well you need witnesses right <laughs> i left you to tell you, the you story you tell the others <laughs> right. you just punch that guy yeah he didn't die <laughs> yeah so bethesda said that they weren't happy with the direction that <laughs> zombie studios was going and they reworked most of the game um, and made it focus more on his personality and kill moves. So keep in mind, this game came out in 2009 as a full-price game. It was a $60 game when released. As we explore the game more, just keep that in mind. $60 game. Rebellion Development, the studio that ended up making it, is a British studio that's done some good games and some very bad games. They did uh, Sniper Elite. Um, oh, and a very good game. Yeah, it's a fun game. Pretty unique. With its x-ray sniper mode? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, yep. Or was that just Sniper Elite 2? Plus it's, no, it's a it's zombies the original one. mode? Yep. They had Nazi zombies, did. even. 
I yep, think they did a version of Nazi, Nazi zombies, zombies. Yeah. In 2010, they also did Alien vs. Predator. Uh, that was a very good game. The one with the colony marines, and you could be predators or aliens, and they had those campaign mm. modes in there as well. But they make games fast, and it seems like that's what Bethesda was Admiral, after at this point. I got a visual on the missiles. Copy that. What do you see? Looks like some have already shipped out. Son of a bitch. Can you take care of the ones still in the factory? <laughs> Pope shit in the woods. Pope shit in the woods. Yeah, Pope shit in the woods. He does. For religious reasons. It's like a bear, but it's. Does uh, a bear wear a funny hat? <laughs> exactly. It'd be funny if he meant, like, if the guy went to correct him and he's like, oh, I mean, no, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. No way. Why no, no, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I don't want to die. That's stupid. We're getting treated to a colorful assortment of, of swears from Mickey Rourke as he's being shot. Bet you Mickey Rourke didn't even know he hours. was filming a video game. <laughs> he was just shouting at random people on the street <laughs> while drunk. <laughs> you commie bastards! <laughs> oh, this is great. Keep going. What are you talking about? <laughs> so, right, yeah, Mr. Rourke, you can sign like this paper? Just trying to push it out the door. Apparently announced that Rebellion was on the job in April. And they had this game produced at the end of the year, by the end of the year. So it took them about six months, maybe, to uh, finish this entire game. That's uh, pretty good for a Bethesda timeline, good. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. <laughs> That's very good. Yeah, considering they, uh, how long their... Daikatana took. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. That, different times. They, Tom. Well, I guess Bethesda owns uh, id Software now, but I, I just meant Bethesda timelines in general, assuming this is, since they've been using the same frigging. I'm sorry, we're, we're playing uh, Rogue Warrior, I can curse. They've been using the same fucking style of game and almost the same engine for every <laughs> single game that they've made. For some reason, it still takes them like 10 years to make the next Fallout. Good one, anyway. Um, but so is, is that how we decide whether we can curse or not, is whether they curse in the game? How much cursing we, there is in the game, yeah. So we can, we can talk about admit, commie bastards now. <laughs> can we just admit, though, that every time Chris curses, it sounds so unnatural? <laughs> so there was, there was a version of this intro that I had written that I was going to launch into a string of expletives just because of this please game. read it please oh, read it all right i'll read it <laughs> yeah don't even don't even explain right. it anymore just read it welcome to garbage game night the podcast where we hold on a second this is a this is an explicit marked podcast but i want to give some warning to our listeners for this one this one will have a tad more language than normal i'll give you a second to adjust your tuners or ipods or whatever you listen to podcasts on all right, so let's get back to it. This is a fucking podcast where we dig the shit out of the gutter from poorly reviewed lists and try our fucking hardest to pump some goddamn life into its veins, even if <laughs> rarely a fucking ever it works. It's usually just shit and will only ever be shit, but that's life, you fucking maggots. My name's Chris, and I probably got a panel wondering what that was about, so let me introduce them. <laughs> that was the intro that I was going to do. <laughs> I like it. I think you should have. I think you should do that one again and, and put it in. Yeah. You need to do that for All like right. a silly game in the future, and then we can be like, oh, I guess we're in for another violent game. And you're like, no, I'm just sick of this. <laughs> I just hate doing this podcast it's, every week. It's uh, it's Garfield the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Rebellion did use their own engine for this game, not Unreal Engine 3. Um, this is their proprietary engine that they've used in a few different games. Yeah, have you guys played much, uh, much many games from this genre? Uh, the, the Spec Ops Black Covert undercover one of my splinter cell one of my favorite games is from this genre uh spec ops the line oh yeah a yeah. like very gritty and dramatic war and uh, mm -hmm. philosophical war game yeah definitely all about the, the story story driven 
very great game. One of my favorites. I don't know. I've been playing a lot of Overwatch lately. Oh yeah. I, Thanks for telling I just, us. Wait, I mean, <laughs> I was waiting till I not not got good, but at least you know, got some experience in it before I went public with it. Finally got to the point. Who do you like where, to play as? Who's your main? Um, my main is Diva. Oh, nice. good choice. That's I knew nice. She's a great. She's great for like anybody new. Yeah. New people. Thanks, Hunter. People. Thanks, Hunter. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. That's insulting. I didn't mean it like that. I'm actually. I'm but trying you know. to play and talk. I'm sorry. <laughs> you suck, Eddie. <laughs> but, uh, I just made a jump for it. Diva is for pussies. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. He got kind of lucky about the building not falling on top of him. <laughs> well, he's lucky a professional badass. <laughs> Both. The building could have fallen on him. What a shithole. How the fuck did I end up in Jersey? <laughs> <laughs> so that, that, that joke there was, what a shithole, how did I end up in Jersey? Because <laughs> as we all know, Jersey is a shithole. <laughs> it is a shithole, if I've learned anything fair, from the boss. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, I, uh, not, maybe it was like, oh God, like six months ago or something like that, I drove uh, my friend from Florida to New York, and when we got to New Jersey, I was like, "Damn, it's true." New Jersey. <laughs> the New stories, Jersey. they're true. New Jersey All of sucks. <laughs> I also don't exactly know where I'm going. I think I'm following the right. Yeah, it'll leave thing you like mini wherever there are guys. You need to run towards the guys, and that's where the exit will be. Oh, <laughs> There's a string of guys just, between uh, you and the exit. Almost <laughs> dead. <laughs> you, that was good. You just chucked him out the window. <laughs> Didn't even try him. Don't speed. even worry. Oh, just going tossed fast. him out. <laughs> to be fair, I completely he's, forgot. He's also on the second level. Like that guy fell and was like, "Ah, my leg." Report, Marcinko. What are you seeing out there? It's a goat fuck, Admiral. Your intel was bullshit. <laughs> Missiles are going by land, not sea. These motherfuckers are loading them on a train. Right. <laughs> you intercept in time. If you stop yapping. Suck my balls, my hairy fucking big balls. Wrap them around your fucking mouth. Oh my god. <laughs> suck my. Can one of you guys repeat that? Suck my suck balls. My balls. My big suck my big balls. hairy balls. Wrap them around, Wrap them your, around your fucking throat. <laughs> yes. That was massive. Again, that's just drunk Mickey Rourke talking to <laughs> someone. Someone told him to say who, that. Like, yeah, but that it he's went talking from, to a valet that can't find his car. But that went from tough to like medical condition really quick. <laughs> What I like about that expression is that uh, all three of us have been that valet. Yeah. <laughs> three of us here have. <laughs> yeah, let's try to include everybody. I'm sorry. Yeah, guys, wow. Yeah. I'm sorry you were scared. What's it like being oh. a valet? <laughs> uh, it's, 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 um, imagine being told things like that. <laughs> it's honestly, I think it's one of the few jobs where it's, it's exactly what you expect it to be. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there it is, the AR-4. Let's give the AR-4 Yeah, that's a, a little more American. Yeah. All right, speaking Use. of Americans. I'm going to push this big button. Speaking of Americans, Proud I'll uh, be an American. let's talk some more about Richard Dick Demo Marcinko. I'll pause every time we get to a cutscene because there's rich dialogue to be enjoyed. So most of this I'm getting from Wikipedia because I donated to them once. So Marcinko was deployed to <laughs> Vietnam in SEAL Team 2 in 1967 where he was awarded numerous medals. He returned to Vietnam with a team uh, with that team and during the Tet Offensive assisted special forces including a rescue mission of American nurses and a school teacher. He later served in Cambodia and then assumed command of SEAL Team 2 as being their you know commander, the guy in charge of the whole unit. During 
during the Iran hostage crisis, he was tapped to create a new task force with the full-time dedication to uh, counterterrorism. He supposedly named it SEAL Team 6 in order to confuse other nations into thinking there was also a SEAL Team 3, 4, and 5, which there was not. He commanded SEAL Team 6 from 1980 to 1983. And after that, it was tapped to form a unit that would test the Navy's vulnerability to terrorism. It was unofficially named Red Cell. And under his leadership, they tested and supposedly gained access to naval bases, nuclear subs, ships, airports, American embassies, and even apparently Air Force One, and then disappeared without incident. He claims they were so successful it embarrassed some, I think they would use the term, top brass, and in 1986 he was relieved of command of Red Cell and would be investigated for the next couple of years, which according (laughs) to him was because he embarrassed those units, which I'm not here to judge, sounds possible to me, but... uh, also could be that uh, he was actually embezzling money. Honestly, though, it sounds like he was a badass. Like, you can't no, take that away from him. he was a badass. No, no one's, no one's going to take that away from him. Um, he just bounced a grenade off his head. Very nice. The uh, There's lots of explosives in the area, too. Anything that looks red, you, you can shoot and usually blow up, Hunter. There you go. Nice. Okay. You did it. Did it before I even said I'm, it. I'm yeah. figuring it out. <laughs> Real low profile here. Yeah, sure, whatever you say, boss. Keep a low profile, we don't want to make any headlines. All right. You so have going a into you've mission number four on here. Of a goddamn train. Oh wait, sorry, more cutscenes. Fucking wind is so cold it'd freeze the balls off a fucking polar bear. I hit the border with Russia and it doesn't look like the end of the line. Are the Soviets taking possession? North of Koreans the laughing with Soviets. Yeah, only one way to find. Now out. I didn't catch. I, I think it might have been the next level that I caught. Do you guys know what the year is for this game? 1986. Uh, I do because I read it. Okay. Yeah, it said it bunches, just bunches of times. In all the cutscenes, it says like 1986 and it's set in the Cold War. For some reason, maybe it was like the intro screen with a very Spec Ops looking graphics. I just thought like, yeah, no, this is like set in like 2000 something. And uh, no, no, it's it's during the Cold War. So, yeah, most a lot of a lot of his time was, um, you know, like I said, he he was special forces during Vietnam and uh, led SEAL Team Six. He, he released his autobi- autobiographical uh, Rogue Warrior book in uh, 1992, and that was based on his real experiences. And then continued to release books that were, were more of a fictional nature after that. So, a uh, quick New York Times review of Rogue Warrior in 1996 by David Murray. He says, for 30 years, Richard Marcinko carried on a love-hate relationship with the United States Navy. He loved it when his assignments let him do what he was good at and liked best, killing people. What he did not like was calls, (laughs) what he calls small-minded naval officers who exhibited high levels of mismanagement and addled brain thinking. That frustrated his gung-ho group of SEALs, the Navy's special warfare units. Mr. Marcinko rose from a high school dropout and enlisted- President Reagan sends his regards. I don't know if President you guys that Reagan line, sends his regards. That's what it was, actually. <laughs> so he he drops the line, President Reagan sends his regards. And when I heard that, I'm like, what no. kind of outdated <laughs> reference is that? It's so weird for someone to say that in like 2000. And I didn't realize it was during the Cold War. So, yeah. Um, it's going to be my go-to. <laughs> President Reagan yeah. sends his regards. President Reagan sends his regards. <laughs> 
But ultimately, by his account, the Navy railroaded him out of service and into federal prison. He did serve, uh, I think, 18 months in jail after he was convicted of conspiracy. While his story is fascinating, the method of telling it in Rogue Warrior, written with John Weissman, a freelance writer who specializes in espionage and military nonfiction, is not. Mr. Marcinko, 51 years old, comes across as less the genuine warrior than a comic book superhero who makes Arnold Schwarzenegger look like little Lord Fauntleroy. So that's where it comes from. This, this, no, it's actually kind of a dig is, at him. is not a great review. <laughs> Deplaning for his first combat assignment, he writes, he inhaled deeply and knew instantly he was going to like Vietnam a whole lot. He revels in a wonderful, uh. lethal odor of cordite wafting over him. as And tells us, after one particularly hairy action, I dreamt of warm woman and cold beer. It's as if S.J. Perelman were writing a profane parody of an article in a Soldier Fortune magazine. Again, references we don't get because it's uh, it's New York Times and they're too classy for us, apparently. <laughs> yeah, no, the writer of that article, David Murray, was found stabbed 42 times, though, and it was ruled a suicide. No, it didn't happen. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> you can pick up uh, Rogue Warrior for $7.99 on Kindle today, though. So uh, check that out if you want. <laughs> you should have made us read the book instead of play the game. <laughs> oh, man. Homework to read the whole book. One thing you said kind of reminded me of Malcolm Gladwell. If you guys uh, haven't read in, yep. any of his stuff, you definitely should. It's awesome. But uh, he wrote a story, or I mean, it's a true story, but it was about, I believe the military was doing something very similar to what you were saying. It was that They were playing like war games. They had uh, some general play like the opposing side, and he was really clever and did everything uh, as like low tech as possible. And mm -hmm. was he like won the like the first war game they did, and they had him go back and they forced him to use tech so that like the people playing America would be able to use their like anti tech, right. and right. like that's the only reason why he lost. I just thought it was interesting because you were saying how like he embarrassed some groups, yeah. and I feel like. Like you say, I feel like that's that probably is possible. You oh, know, no, like, it's, it's I, I definitely oh, could see that possible. happening. I'm not I'm not doubting yeah. the story, and I, I barely know oh, it no. at all. So uh, yeah, no, I'm no, not, I know. Please, please don't hunt me down, even though you're 81 years old now. I believe 42 <laughs> times he was stabbed. <laughs> 42 <laughs> times yeah. Chris was stabbed <laughs> when he killed himself. Should, <laughs> it was ruled a suicide. This guy. <laughs> Reach out to yeah, him. I, I well, yeah, tell no, him that I, his I, game is considered uh, bad. <laughs> Hide and seek, motherfuckers. So as I mentioned, he, he's written a lot of books, and I got a lot of joy out of reading their synopsises, but uh, I figured I'd go to our resident storyteller. Frank, would you mind reading uh, one, of these, one of these summaries of books for him uh, here that I've just sent over to you? I would love to. All right, so this is Red Cell, 1994. Three years after his conviction, Marchenko works as a security expert in Japan. A chance run-in with a nuclear smuggling operation at Narita Airport. Son of a bitch. Hold on a second. Bad fucking juju, Admiral. The missile program isn't Korean. It's fucking Soviet. Jesus Christ. They kept it in their neighbor's yard to keep it off our radar. Looks like it. Hold on. I got company. Obey! I've got the destination point for the missiles. I'm going after them. Negative. <laughs> they get windy view. It's a lot I'm feeling the heat already. I mean it, Dick. No bullshit. You wrap this thing now, or I will nail your ass to the wall for insubordination. They're gonna write him up for yeah, insubordination. Again, <laughs> We're starting a world war. <laughs> Just because he kicked off the Cold War. <laughs> yeah, what a you know. 
What a silly goose. With a nuclear smuggling operation at Narita Airport leads him to being brought back into the Navy to investigate. His team of SEALs uncover a plot by a former security defense to deliver American nuclear warheads to an ultra-right-wing Japanese movement. Mm, exciting. Wow. So his first book, he uh, he brings himself back into the SEALs, he writes, and uh, is leading a, a super-secret team. Non-militarized Japan, wow. And it's funny that the you know Secretary of Defense was the one. Wasn't that mm-hmm. the thing in, in Secret Service? Wasn't it the... Oh, no, that was oh, House of, the, uh, that House of the Representatives. House, yeah. Yeah. I mix it up. These guys look like they've got tech way beyond 1986, though. I don't. I'm not big on like what military tech is, but they're these, that's, that's these new guys I'm fighting off. are dressed to the nines. They got like balaclavas and. You do have a night vision oh, button too. I never tried it out through my entire playthrough, but I think it's N. That would have been really helpful in that last part of the level, the dark area. Yeah, it never yeah, gets, it would never have. Thank dark. you. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of dark. Hi, Frank, and why don't, Never you tell again. Us, uh, why don't you tell us what happened in 1996's Task Force Blue? Task Force Blue, 1996. A few months after the events of Green Team, Marcinko's group rescues the Secretary of the Navy from a violent militia group, but runs afoul of cowardly politicians. They discover that the weapons are meant to arm militias across <laughs> the country. American Revolution-style war whose kickoff is timed with the anniversary of the Waco Siege. There you go. Some uh, American revolutionaries. Getting back at the American government for for Waco apparently. Single-handedly. Just because you just said it, Chris, but it feels like you can bitterness he has with leadership. It's like maybe something comes he across. brings up a lot. Yeah, it's part of his personality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Part of Getting his character. This guy doesn't fucking like play hate by the rules. <laughs> <laughs> He's a loose cannon cop who doesn't play by the rules. <laughs> Did he just say I fucking hate what hedge mazes? Hedge mazes. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> it's, it, it's an old thing that he's always he's always hated hedge mazes. Yeah. I got lost when I was a kid. <laughs> he and, saw The Shining and just was never the same. That's why I kill others to bury the hurt. <laughs> You got to shoot him in the head. That, <laughs> yeah, we he just shot saw that, that guy through that. He didn't even move. Before he reacted. <laughs> <laughs> and he's he like, shoot that me. quickly. Oh, hey. <laughs> yeah, in the next book, Option Delta 1999, an entrapment operation in the Mediterranean uncovers evidence that leads into recent neo-Nazi activity in Germany. With the help of a friend leading Germany's elite KSK Special Forces unit, Marcinko's men attack a castle in the Black Forest where some stolen nuclear weapons are being stored. And... So thanks to Google Books, I'm able to provide this exciting excerpt of it. <clears throat> I know, I know. You wanted me to take my time with the kraut cock breath. Kill him inch by inch, or let Fred kill him in the Euro manner, centimeter by centimeter. Well, friends, <laughs> that ain't the way life works. Sometimes you just have to shoot the motherfucker dead and screw the high drama of the moment. I went up to Lothar and made sure he wasn't going to give me any trouble. Kicked him in the head to see if he was faking. He wasn't faking, so I rolled him over with my foot and put a shot between his forehead from 18 inches away, splattering bone and brain in a pattern that would done Jackson Pollock proud all over the concrete floor of the workroom. Oh my. So, if that's your uh, style of, of action, <laughs> then uh, yeah, check out Richard guy. Marcinko's books. <laughs> I, love, I love when events like this happen. Like, you're in what effectively feels like a palace, and the mm-hmm. guys that are security there just broke through the ceiling's windows <laughs> of their own palace and re- yeah and repelled down like you right like like at what why why would you be prepared to do that at all 
So some quick summaries of some of his other books. He has a book in 2006 called Holy Terror, where Marcinko's private security company, Red Cell International, oversees a top NATO conference in the Vatican. When he kills a waiter attempting to bomb the meeting, he later sees the attack as part of a major campaign against the Catholic Church. It, it starts really going off the rails here in 2008. Uh, it hadn't before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dictator's Ransom in 2008. Having read all of Marcinko's books, North Korean leader Kim Jong-il <laughs> hires him to bring back an illegitimate son who's gone missing. Marcinko is subtly convinced by the CIA to take up the assignment after initially resisting the temptation of Kim's $64 million reward. But things get muddled when the lover of one of his associates <laughs> holds the missing child hostage in return for the North Korean nuclear weapon. <laughs> there's there's always a nuclear weapon. Who- so who's ex-lover? There's a, there's a lot going on there. In Seize the Day, a 2009 book, when a casual observation of Marcinko leads one to believe that he can pass off for a slightly younger Fidel Castro, the CIA has him oh. as the lead talent in a fake video of Castro's last will and testament sent out to Cuba for circulation with some insight from one of the former dictator's barbers. However, a deathbed-ridden Castro his own game to play, has his own game to play. He's sending Cuban refugees to the U.S. as viral carriers, and Marcinko's own illegitimate oh. son is in the crossfire. <laughs> okay, real quick, so I have a question about two books ago. Okay. Whose lover? Yeah. Was it Marcinko's lover, or was it Kim Jong-un, or whatever, it, the he older? Has, he has an illegitimate Ooh. son also who is in the crosshairs, and that's who he was concerned about. No, that was about. in the newest one, but the, the one about North Korea, where he's supposed to work for North Korea, it said... A lover oh, that's not wants the, the nuclear one weapon. I've got two more for you. Hold on. Blood wait, 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 wait. Don't two, read yeah. the new ones yet. Okay. I, I also who, have a question about the North Korea who's one. Lover? Okay. Who's the lover? I thought it was. It was Kim. I thought it was Kim Jong Il. It, it was his associates. Ex-lover. It was his associates. Oh. Hold on. But things get muddled when the lover of one of his associates holds the missing child hostage. So one of his associates' lovers ends up being a bad guy. Gotcha. A North and, Korean though. Um, He's Marcinko. got the son of Kim Jong-il. So, so I'm, I'm dying to know also, yes. Kim Jong-il read his books. Yes. He's a fan. And, having and, read all of Marcinko's books, Kim so Jong-il hires say, him. <laughs> so he's that, bringing the real world into the narrative. Right, or like all, all the crazy shit he's done, he immediately publishes? Like, don't, well, you, don't you think oh, the U.S. Yeah. government would be so pissed? Like, every every crazy thing he did, he's like, right. this is the exact details right. of so, everything that happened. Of course, And every, Kim Jong-il's like, wow, this guy's effective. Of course, every one of... That uh, reminds me of, uh, I think it's World War Z that it's one of the only books, one of the only zombie novels that yeah. had to be, like, censored by the government or something. Really? Was it that one? They, it's like the very first page says it that, like, you know, they had to, because they talk about, like, Area 51, I think. Oh, that seems like bullshit it, to it sell had a book. To be, it, it absolutely <laughs> I've is. i about Tom Clancy before because stuff that Tom Clancy would write about would, uh, apparently he got, like, interviewed by the FBI about how did you get this information because he was never, he was never in any unit or anything, but his information was so accurate. Oh, well, let's be fair. Tom Clancy has written so many. Yeah, it's it's that's about uh, what we learned in Super Seducer, right? Quantity over quality. <laughs> Eventually, you'll right. uh, yeah. even a even a broken clock. <laughs> that's right. So, yeah. I think after book ninety, eventually it's gonna be like, well, that happened. <laughs> wow, that hit. That that was right. Yeah. <laughs> How did he know? 
I like how Hunter shot someone in the face of a shotgun and the animation for it was like, ooh, I feel dizzy. And then they recovered. <laughs> so the F- Fidel Castro timeline, that happened in 2009. In 2012, Blood Lies, Marcinko is contracted to head... Uh, well, that's not the right way to pronounce that word. Marcinko is contracted to head down to... Mexico to rescue former yeah, when you said seal- contracted, <laughs> I was like, blood lies. AIDS. <laughs> this sounds, yeah, this sounds like... <laughs> when Marcinko's ex-girlfriend finds out he had syphilis, he says, no, honey, it's a blood lie. <laughs> You're a fucking commie if you think I have syphilis. <laughs> uh, investigations of a real estate subdivision south of the border that has scammed American senior citizens later point to the cartels sheltering Hezbollah militants and a plan to kill the United what? States Secretary of State, who was alluded to as Hillary Clinton. <laughs> oh, wow. Hunter, Hold I can't on, help but some... feel like the room you're in is so bright it is. <laughs> that you're doing yourself a disservice. With Actually, no, it's more fun that way. Oh, but they never saw him. He was running all around them, and he never saw them. <laughs> I'm secret. I have night vision goggles on. Oh, look at the room he's in. When you have night vision goggles on, they you can't see me, you. Admiral. These are targeting computers. I'll retarget. Use the Soviets' own missiles to wipe Damn, this place off smart the map. smart as hell. Don't be an idiot. This job is bigger than your He's ego. programming a... Uh, he's what programming if it's the actual game? Defense. The actual game missile defense that he has to play right now to stop the news. So he's uh, oh, hold on, you got some. Uh, we got the super super armored bad guys now, uh, but they go down just as easy. Yeah. That's a shame. <laughs> They're all just the Soviet fucking union. Fondle my hairy nuts. <laughs> Soviet ah. fucking union can fondle his hairy nuts. God bless America. <laughs> we can't play a because missile no, command fast enough. No, his hacking was too good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yep, there's oh. that kill where you stab him in the groin. Miss, haven't seen, have not seen that one. Yep, yet. it's a special one. And in the most recent Richard Marcinko novel, Rogue Warrior: Curse of the Infidel, a 2014 book. <laughs> uh, botched CIA sting operation targeting an Al-Qaeda-backed terrorist cell deep in money laundering with Marcinko's Red Cell International somehow included in the mix leads to SEAL Team 6 coming to the rescue. Little does everyone know that the cell is connected to a plan to detonate a cruise liner right inside a U.S. harbor. Marcinko's private security operative joined forces with SEAL Team 6 to stop the threat and this time bring in some of Six's original SEALs into the battle. Original so SEALs like a bunch of old guys? Apparently, yeah. Yeah, a bunch of old timers. Because they were on the cruise. <laughs> All right, so you guys, we do have a uh, an award this evening. I've got a little bit of a game that factors into it. So there are some terms Ooh. in this game. Namely, the the names of all these levels, uh, but some are so obscure that even a trusty Urban Dictionary search doesn't know what they mean. So, a, a very deep Google search. Uh, I found some definitions, and wouldn't you know it, uh, it, they came up in Google Books from his own book. He has a glossary section <laughs> in, in his books to define. So he some made of the terms. up the words. Is what? You're <laughs> yeah, saying. he has a lot of his own phrases, and then he provides a glossary, so you know what they are throughout the novel. Um, there's usually <laughs> about eight pages worth of them uh, of filthy, wow, non-PC terms that you may not know and probably don't want to know. They are colorful. I am. Uh, <laughs> what I'm going to we'll do is I'm going to read the definition and see if, or maybe I'll read the word and see if you guys can define it. <laughs> and uh, you know, this yeah, is yeah, I'll see that one because so, otherwise it's going to get pretty. So, uh, gonna be pretty bad 
Oh, it's going to be Love pretty it. filthy either way. Um, so he says that this first one, he defines this as a, a hop and poppin', shoot and looter, hairy ass frogman who gives a shit. And he guesses what that what a that, Navy SEAL. That is right. Uh, he also says it stands for sleep, eat, and live it up, which is actually uh, a SEAL. It actually stands for sea, air, and land. But that takes me to the award this evening. Here is your uh, reward. It is a very cute. 3D printed low poly seal. Oh, there it it's is. Just there it is. A gray square right oh, now, still. So on. it's like a low, low it comes with its own little puddle of seal. water. Yep. It looks like it's in a puddle of blood. <laughs> well, I printed it on a raft. Well, then also maybe it is. <laughs> All it right, is so cute. we're going to start with some, some easy ones here. Uh, Tell me what a snafu is, gentlemen. Uh, uh, situation normal, all fucked up. That's like right, Frank. Situation normal Ooh. or situation nominal, all fucked up. As and, in and situation so is normal, he one who invented colon, that? All fucked up. No, no, that's just a, that's a seal he phrase. He didn't invent that. Oh, okay. Yeah. How about... Well, he could have uh, been... That goes made along with, like, he foobar. Yeah. Uh, can you define foobar for me? Fucked up fucked beyond up all really. Uh, is it relief yeah. or recognition? Recognition or repair or relief, yeah, and any of those repair. will work, yep. And these are actually the names of all the levels as well. So Snafu was the first mission. The second mission was KISS. Anybody? I saw Keep that, but simple, I have no idea. Keep, Keep it simple, it simple stupid. stupid yeah. right. How about GNBN? <laughs> Good night. Good night, dog night. GNBN. Oh, good night. Bog good night. news, bad news. Ooh, good job. Good news. Tom. You're, not, you're not Googling these, are you? You wouldn't, you, you pussy, I would swear you? I would right. not. <laughs> I would not. Do, I, would, I would not. I have, there's so much integrity I have in these, to, these trophies. Wow. <laughs> All right, next level is PFDL. As in, Captain, we're going into a PFDL. PFDL. Uh, pick uh, fuck down Pretty low. fucked. PFDL. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm screwed it up. PDFL. Um, PDFL. Pretty damn fucked. Pig dog, fucking Pig low. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> pretty Pig dangerous. Dog. <laughs> it's a pretty dangerous fucking location, Captain. And uh, oh, did, is that what uh, it is? Okay. Yeah. The the final mission, which is Marcinko's kind of catchphrase, D O Y. Fucking commies. <laughs> D O Y. Yeah. They're, yeah. Uh, dead said, well, normally on dead on arrival. Your like, rival. Nope. This is um, D O Y. D O Y. Dead. Like doy. It's not you know, like doy, but dead. it's not dead. Like, like Nadoi. Yeah, there's there's uh, no way you guys could, could could get it unless you're familiar dick? with his body Something of dick? work. No. Nope, dick nope. on you? So I, I think I, maybe I'm misinterpreting it. Dick on dick you. Dick on you. <laughs> maybe I'm misinterpreting it, but there is a apparently in Vietnamese the phrase do ma nia is go fuck yourself. So he's taken that and sort of turned do ma you, turned it into his own phrase, do mon you. So, yeah, he says doom on you uh, all the time, and it loosely sounds like Vietnamese for uh, go fuck yourselves. Yep, weird. so there you go. He Isn't sounds like fun? a really great guy. He's a fantastic guy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, a few more for you. What's, uh, what's QCQ? QCQ. Metal Gear Solid uh, focuses on this. QCQ. I guess he does too, uh, technically. Quality, it, yeah, like it, it, is, it is close. Like Wait, what? The first close? one is close. You said Q. I said C -Q -C. Q. CQC. Oh. Did I say Oh, you said you were saying uh, yeah, QC. It, yeah. it doesn't help when you're dyslexic, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, CQC. Wow, wait a minute. <laughs> close quarter combat. There you go, close quarter combat. 
What do you think his uh, definition of a dweeb is? Uh, Definitely me. someone who's dyslexic. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty close. A I think he'd probably call us all. Like to fight. He would probably call us all dweebs. He Anybody would... who isn't in the military or served in Vietnam. Mm, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty no good. No one who hasn't seen someone die. Is a, is a no-load, shit-for-brains, geeky asshole usually shackled to a computer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's all oh, That'd right be me, sir. <laughs> yep, shackled to a computer. Dweeb reported for duty. <laughs> his, the first mission he described to his general, I believe, is a goat fuck. Any idea what that would be? <laughs> what do you mean? What <laughs> it would be? What he what he defines how he defines that in his books is a goat fuck is what the navy likes to do to Marcinko. <laughs> wow. Yep. <laughs> Further taking the liberties so with wait, what a glossary is. Did, uh, how do you think he describes humongous? Uh, uh, my penis. The size of his penis. <laughs> Marcinko's dick. <laughs> For, for something that I feel may not be appropriate for writing a book in 2014, uh, he defines Japs as bad guys. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yes. Once again, uh, the first war he fought in was the Vietnam War, right? <laughs> and has never changed since, yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, but even then, we, we were cool with the Japanese yeah. at that time. I, mean, I don't know if he knows that or not. It was still like two decades after Japanese, but Dude. yeah. <laughs> At 20 years is like a long think time. He also invented LOL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I did skip this one. K A T N. Any guesses? K A T N. Uh, kill all the. Kill all the noobs. <laughs> kill all the noobs. I like it. <laughs> no. No, it's kick ass, take names. <laughs> ah, should have known that. His definition of a EEO. Uh, well, it's a real term. Any guess what an EEO is? Probably heard it in HR. <laughs> Employee something? Yep. This business is an EEO. It's an equal op employment opportunity or opportunity provider or uh, something like that. Yeah, EEO is equal employment opportunity. But uh, his definition is equal employment opportunity. Marcinko treats them all just like shit. Wow. <laughs> so is the idea that you'd be reading through this glossary and be like, just wow, what a character Marcinko is. <laughs> That's what he is. He's a character. Yeah. But I mean, like, it's not so much that he's using these and people would be genuinely like, I don't know what he means. It's like meant to be read separately. Yeah, like maybe he, wants he did use that acronym it. somewhere in the book, but also yeah, the glossary is more more fun reading material. So there's a YouTuber who has a nice video on this game called Matt McMuscles. Um, he has a nice summary of kind of what happened in development hell of this game and dug up some great quotes by Pete Hines, the senior marketing director at Bethesda, explaining the difference between the first iteration that we read and what we uh, are now playing. <laughs> Um, so he said in 2009 to Shack News that suffice to say, uh, this is this is Pete Hines, the senior marketing director, saying to Shack News that suffice to say we were not happy with what the direction of that project was. Yeah, that was what we felt, not necessarily streamlined, but we felt it needed a change in scope and change in focus, and we felt that was the focus that it needed. That the sort of squad-based tactical, in a sense, I guess it was turning into a bit of a Navy SEAL game, and it was less a Dick Marcinko game, which, as Matt Muscles, the YouTuber, points out, uh, Mr. Muscles, I 
believe I should call him, uh, is uh, it's a strange thing to say about the guy who founded SEAL Team 6, that it was too much of a SEAL game. So, And he continues <laughs> to say that I think we just felt like this is a really cool personality, and that personality is, in a sense, getting a bit lost in the mix here. How do we pull him out and pull his personality out more? And so changing the focus of the storyline and the mechanics of the game is one way. Having Mickey Rourke come in and do the voiceover was another. How do we make his performance stand out and lend a voice to this character? So the interviewer says, so it's all about the character. It's almost like a Duke Nukem type character in a way. Not quite that over the top, but... And Pete Hines says, I think the comparison is fair to Duke Nukem is one of the few shooters you can point to where it's focused around the guy as opposed to, like, I don't remember the name of the guy I played in Call of Duty 4. It was friggin' awesome, but I don't remember who it was. The point of the game wasn't about being those guys. It was a great story, but it wasn't focused on them. Here's this person. Here's what this person is. So we felt was just more like, here's this cool guy. Here's what he's going through. And here's what his personality is like. So it definitely sounds like they had a very clear direction. They wanted to take this game. If you guys are picking up on that. It kind of, I don't know though, because like, I mean, call of duty is always uh what is it? Soap and price and all of them. Yeah. Like people know their name. Apparently he didn't remember it. So yeah, I, but it I wasn't don't know personality that, that driven enough. Not as, he not doesn't, as much. <laughs> yeah. I will say like, well, this pre- does this predate that or no? Like no, not all of no, the Call of Duty. No, it's no. like in the middle of them. Yeah, yeah. Call of Duty Modern Warfare was out, and Modern Warfare Two was coming out. You're using night vision goggles, and I had never done that. But what night vision goggles do for you is not let you know how damaged you are, because the only indication of how much damage you have they do not. is uh, your screen kind of going black and white. And you'll you'll notice I've died several times because of that. <laughs> You just murdered a guy, and then his compatriot held a shotgun to your head, <laughs> waiting for you and to finish waited the for me to waited. finish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's great that well, when you when you go up and you do the stealth kill that this game is supposed to be so focused on, you run up to them, they're ducking behind cover, and then it cuts to it's a cutscene that's playing for you doing the 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 kill. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're standing upright all of a sudden. Like, your position, character models have changed completely. Nothing about it is, is natural about you doing these, these kill animations. No, definitely not. Well, Pete Hines, the senior marketing director, continued because that's his, how he cashes his paychecks because um, he's a marketing director, and uh, asked whether he was considering doing third person or first person for the game. He said, yeah, they struggled with it for a while, and for a while we tied, toyed with it being both first and third person. And so we finally said figure out what you're going to be. Don't try to be everything. So we said it's going to be first, but we are going to use cover mechanics. So you're going to have third in those situations. But you know, I think to your point, every game that people buy doesn't have to be a single greatest experience of 2009. There's something to be said for it's just fun, personality driven shooter. That's got these ridiculous, brutal kills moves. It's very profane and colorful and it's got these funny moments and it's got well-paced action and some unexpected twists and all those things. And Hey, I played it. I had fun. I laughed some. Honestly, I I feel like (laughs) That's a decent pitch, though. Yeah. You know, like he, he's kind of right. Like this uh, for me, I'm not one of the one. You know, I'm not playing it, but I feel like it's probably going to be one of my higher rating garbage game night games. Mm-hmm. Like it, it by no means does it seem miserable unless like Hunter uh, feels like that. But it's been entertaining to watch and the mechanics seem solid enough. And it is certainly like colorful like he is a character oh, you know? he's definitely I, a character yeah i don't it's definitely one of the better games i've played for this like i'm i it's probably gonna get a higher rating i'm enjoying it unless there's some kind of thing that's about to happen that just tear it down it's i think it's gonna be one of those ones that ends up just being like it's definitely not a 60 dollar game but mm-hmm. it's fun. yeah like if if they priced it right if you really can run through it and 
two hours. Like if they priced it correctly and it was just like a cheaper purchase and you just like had fun for the night. Like I always view things on like a movie ticket, you know, mm-hmm. if, if spending two hours of your life, if you spent the price of a movie ticket for this, would you be happy? I feel like, yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah. So it seemed like in their development, um, after they announced their original like grand spec ops tactical game plans, I'm, I'm not sure what happened during development. Like maybe there were issues implementing that complicated like tiling system for multiplayer and it kind of got delayed. But in the in, in the interim, Gears of War was coming out, uh, Uncharted. So they had these big like movie experience kind of games. And maybe they thought the better direction for this was to get it out of development hell and just to push it out with something that may catch on a very colorful character. Did you do you have any details of uh, Mickey Rourke and his thoughts about it? Um, I couldn't get too much information. Yeah, I just have some background on on him. Uh, yeah, he was. I mean, if you don't know who he was, he was in a string of films in the '80s to late '90s, and he returned to boxing in the '90s and mostly focused on that. Although he did do some uh, direct to video films during that period, he had some resurgence in the mid 2000s with in my opinion, starting with Once Upon a Time in Mexico, <laughs> Man on Fire, Sin City, Domino, and then finally The Wrestler, and uh, which he Wasn't won he multiple Iron awards Man for. Too? He was after that, yeah, he was in yeah. Iron Man 2. Just watching people kill themselves. People run away. Yeah, we're watching people run out of a burning building. And now we got a series of fast ropes here. But this is uh, this is not his first video game. He actually did provide voices for Driver 3 in 2004, and uh, not as a main character, and in True Crime New York in 2005. And this has been his most recent uh, video game that he's voiced in. Though. I'm surprised he doesn't do more voice work. I feel like he's got such a distinctive voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a fast like, rope for him. at each one of these places, and guys are just like, not using jumping them. off right next to it, <laughs> not using the fast I ropes. Been trained by the seals. I think it's. I find it really weird that they introduced the fast rope because I kind of assumed that there would be more similar gameplay mechanics of like progressing through levels with like little like oh you know you got like fast ropes and swings and whatever but it's literally they were just like oh yeah use the fast rope and I'm like all right what's next and it's like okay now kill everybody and use another fast rope. <laughs> All right, we got a cutscene here. Like that's it. That's the only good form. All right. Well, it's been a while since we've done this for a section we call Achievement Hunter. We're gonna guess what some of the Ooh. achievement names are. Ooh. And Tom, you're up against stiff competition because you know how good Frank is. If Frank, this works, Frank is honestly incredible at this. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, though, it was a dinosaur-based so game. It. Yeah, and he knows lots of dinosaur puns. So, uh, Eddie, what we do for this, and listeners, I describe what the achievement is, and you do your best to guess what the achievement would be called. Let me see if it's better than what they actually used. Completing the game on elite difficulty. Tough motherfucker. Certified badass, yeah. (laughs) It's just his name, Dick Marcinsko, or whatever. Ooh, Hunter Hunter wins for that. It's Demo Dick. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right, and we went through, uh, there's an achievement for every single one of the levels, which we already figured out their acronyms for. The achievement for completing an entire mission using only pistols. Uh, Akimbo. Banff. Sorry, pistol. Badass motherfucker. Now, this is uh, the achievement name for this. It is one of the rules in Zombieland. Double, uh, tap. double tap. Double tap. Hunter with two. Wow. All right. Killing. Uh, what if it was cardio? Well. <laughs> <laughs> How about killing 30 enemies with sniper rifles? It doesn't have really anything to do with sniper rifles. Uh, so, pew. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. It's uh, maybe a second. 
mm. Second Amendment rights kind of thing. Oh, uh, don't don't tread on me. Be shot. <laughs> it, uh, how about don't if, step on snake? It reminds me of the shirt that the guy is wearing in Happy Gilmore. Oh, oh God. guns don't kill people. I do. Oh. Ooh, close enough. I'll give it to you. Guns don't kill people. Seals do. <laughs> Killing fifty enemies with headshots. Head um, on. <laughs> Apply directly to head. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Uh, melon popper. It's trying to take a job away from Excedrin. Oh, headache uh, relief or headache? Uh, yeah, close uh, enough. No, Migraine no, breaker. No. Kill uh, yeah. How about killing a group of four enemies with a grenade? Bombs away. Popcorn. Probably gives you some feels oh, from no, Super no. Seducer. It's explicit. Oh, um, sex uh, orgy. Diarrhea. Bomb orgy. Grenade orgy. <laughs> close. Blood orgy. <laughs> oh, just a good old-fashioned gangbang. <laughs> just gangbang. Uh. <laughs> All right. How about uh, playing in multiplayer? And killing someone on your friends list. Friendly fire. Friendly fire. That's way better than what they did. Wow. Yeah, that that makes sense. It's it's distancing yourself from one of the basic things that makes us human. Social distancing. <laughs> Friendship is for suckers. Oh, that's a <laughs> dumb one. Uh, that one feels kind of wrong. Play online once. Uh, oh, uh, oh, um, uh, dweeb. <laughs> yeah, dweeb. <laughs> dweeb. <laughs> Oh, that was that was interesting. The mechanic that they added that there's you got to press the button twice to move the elevator. Yeah, what was that shit? They're changing it. <laughs> all the rules on you. <laughs> no, kill, playing online once is fresh off the boat. Oh, nice immigration <laughs> jokes. I'm sure it's just a seal thing. I'm sure, right? I was gonna say there's, I was there's like, no <laughs> ingrained racism into that culture. <laughs> Enjoy that shot. Oh, nice. That, that makes you wonder. That was very stormtrooper feeling for me when it was like, well, why are you wearing a helmet then? Yeah, like all it's doing is impairing your vision. <laughs> if you could still get killed by getting shot in the head, then don't fucking wear it. It looks like the welder helmet from like, PUBG. Yeah. I heard. Or uh, anyone, Dead Space. Uh, anyone dead. that's. A Star Wars, a Star Wars uh, nerd, fill me in and tell me if this is true. I Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. I heard once that the stormtroopers, that it only appears as though they are mm -hmm. dying when they're shot by lasers, that in fact, the whole point of their suit is that it's supposed to kind of disperse and displace the energy, and that while it does incapacitate them, they don't die. Mm -hmm. Is that... Anyone ever heard anything like I've that? I've never yeah, heard that's of something, that uh, theory. Some knucklehead would write. <laughs> Try to pass off. Sounds like sounds something like a... that Dick Mar Marcinko <laughs> would write. Oh, God, he's going to kill us yeah. to say that. It's just another one of those things where it's like, if the stormtroopers, their outfit just seems horrible if it does not protect you from lasers. <laughs> what else is coming at you in yeah. space? Yeah. Or lightsabers. Right. <laughs> Right. I don't know what killed me again. Out of lightsabers. Yeah. <laughs> you just you just fall right through the floor <laughs> and rip apart <laughs> rip apart whatever spaceship you're on. <laughs> you become a planet destroyer. <laughs> All right. Every new movie needs well a you, planet you destroyer. Well with the uh, you did pretty well with the achievement hunter section, hunter. Uh, but we're also oh, going to do you. another game we've done before. Oh, thank God. Called Cliche Clash. Where we name all it. of the cliches that this game sports. Think of your... Uh, so we got to go in a circle, right? Uh, oh, yeah, we can do it that way. Sure. That's right. We don't just name them out of the blue. There's rules to this game. Yes, yeah, so we're going to go one by one. <laughs> and uh, I'm not just making it up as I go. What are you, what are you thinking? Um, 
So we uh, we name a cliche that this game is using, you know, be it kind of a movie cliche or uh, something that you see often in video games. Like I'll take one right now that the Halo style shield ha- healing, even though you're a person, you can heal from bullet wounds by standing behind a box for a few <laughs> seconds and you're back to full life. Uh, you don't have to have a fancy name for it. You can just describe the cliche. And I've got a list here from TVTropes.com. They handily cover some games sometimes. But also, if it just makes sense, then it's accepted also. So starting with the person who needs points the most, Tom, what's your first I'm gonna cliche? Go with, uh, f- I'm going to go with fire barrels. Fire barrels. Shoot something and it explodes. All right, hold on a second. Hold our hold our game. we got a cutscene. Party's over. What took you motherfuckers so long? Well, shit. <laughs> Looks like we got all dressed up for nothing. Present for Admiral Payton. Tell him it's evidence for the defense in my court-martial. You got it. I heard the commies cost you two good men, Commander. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I forgot about it's that. not as sorry they, as those... They were in Gacker, right? <laughs> Is that... Did I just... Is that the two-hour mark? <laughs> Congratulations, Did Hunter. Did he win? You finished the what? entire $60 yeah. game. <laughs> Crank your speakers. Fucking ninja style. I'm going to bring it to him. I'm going to show him what time it is. I'm loving this music that's just clips of him saying yes. shit. Hope you assholes like fireworks. Oh, fucking God, he's getting in my way. Like the no surprise, motherfuckers. Happy fucking birthday. That's right, Natty. Now you sweet piece of shit. Enjoy the ride, cocksucker. <laughs> so <laughs> there is a rap that is done over the end credits where they take all of Mickey Rourke's lines and put it to a rap and. It's beautiful. I think it's the I best part of this game. It's, I need this song. I think I it's, think that's a new trope. <laughs> I think I beat that quicker than two hours. You certainly I think did. You did too. Yeah, because we we've got we, a feel for that that song now. But yeah, no, you you beat it under two hours. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, look at the record. I'm gonna, yeah, the I'm gonna check the speed run tables and see. People said normally like three hours on expert. I uh, sixty dollar game, and that's the entire campaign and. It's worth it just for the song. Just for the song at the end. There is a multiplayer mode. I was unable to join a game with anyone, unsurprisingly. <laughs> uh, we talked about how their big ideas for multiplayer for the original pitch for this game, but what they did release was the absolute bare minimum of what could be considered multiplayer. It's six-player online, deathmatch, or team deathmatch mode. That's it. No classes, no customization, just a $60 game. That is mm-hmm. the reason that uh, this game is hopefully Bethesda's uh, worst game that they ever release. Um, but it's it's widely considered uh, the worst game of this generation. PC Magazine said it may be one of the worst PC games of all time. Um, and it seems to mostly hinge what? on the $60 price tag for, I mean, we played it. And would you say you would go back and play any more, Hunter? Um, I, I mean, could, no. He just I could do it. another. <laughs> I, I don't know. I could... <laughs> at, with how quick it is, I could definitely see myself like at least trying the well <laughs> the speed run or like trying expert. Getting the achievements could be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, it is absolutely not the worst. One hundred percent not the worst PC game. Yeah, right. It's just short. Yeah, no, it's it's very and short. If, if you but paid if there's $60 no multiplayer, it, you would be pissed. 
But we it's it's oh, five dollars yeah. right now on Steam. That's been the going. But rate I mean, for it for I a could, while. and for that for that rate, I could return it to Steam right now. Oh, you because, could <laughs> like get the money that you paid for it and mm-hmm. just pocket that for uh, Super know. Seducer too. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so we abandoned the uh, the cliche clash because we unsuspectingly hit the end of the game. <laughs> so uh, Tom, you said that the first cliche was that. Uh, exploding barrels or that very specifically have a symbol on them for i can explode right all right so we'll go in this order frank what's your cliche uh jumping away from something just as as exploding and i think it happened in this game four times multiple times there were at least two levels that ended like that Mm -hmm. yeah it's good it's good hunter what do you got um overly macho military sure. character. Yeah, they don't have the name for that I'll in here, that but yeah, Macho one. Man. Yep, that's, a, that's a, the Gears of War Space Marine kind of Macho Man. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Eddie, what you got for us? Um, it's tough. There's just so many. Which one? I mean, it could, it could be the ropes always appearing. The, the ropes, ropes are convenient are escape. There, like an es- it, yeah, an escape mechanism is just always kind of... He's never actually carrying a rope, but... <laughs> Everything's always, already set know, out for him. I like it. They're always yeah, where you need them. <laughs> Yeah. All right, Ladders Tom, what's your next one? Uh, I'm going to go with, would it be fair to go with the stealth kill? Yeah. Yeah, the sure. The insta-kill? The quick, quick kill button. Mm-hmm. Frank, what's your next one? And as soon as you run out, you're kicked out one of the game. One man that, wrecking the crew. Rules. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Love it. Well, they have they have one here called All Up To You. Or one man army. In, uh, yeah, in the in the first three minutes of the game, your, your beloved sidekicks get blown up by a grenade and the entire game's on your own. Hunter, next one. Uh, I'm going to take one-liners. Okay. Just rife with, with badass and mm-hmm. definitely not PC one-liners. Definitely. Eddie, what you got? I guess like kind of like how every, every enemy is kind of like a stormtrooper. Sure. You know, they're just way too easy to kill. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, they actually have pretty much that listed here that uh, they call them elite mooks. That Spetsna... I feel like that's a bad word. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But let's well, look, hold on. Mooks. <laughs> I mean, you said elite. You know? let's, let's look up mooks before we use it too much. It's a stupid or incompetent person. So we're good. We're in the clear. Oh, okay. <laughs> As yeah, if there's okay. nothing else that's been said during this podcast that's uh, problematic. <laughs> yeah, no, it says that Spetsna's soldiers start appearing once enemies switch from North Korean to Russian. They use somewhat more advanced tactics compared to regular Russian soldiers, such as fast ropes, uh, breaching charges, and wearing ballistic masks, but they really aren't noticeably tougher. They're all just kind of the same enemy. <laughs> Tom, what's your next one? Well, actually, tell me if you feel like this is a little dirty, because you almost just mentioned it. It's the uh, common villains of North Korea and Russia. Yeah, yeah, no, they uh, oh. they didn't stray too far out of his wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised they didn't throw Vietnam in there somehow, as if he was settling some old drudges. <laughs> yeah. Frank, what's your next one? Night vision. Night vision, yeah, yeah, plenty. Uh, you need plenty you need night vision in your in your. Turns out you your, didn't uh, need it, but uh, you have Spec it. Ops game. It's in your arsenal. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, that one level where Hunter didn't use it, he really should have used it. <laughs> That's like, the only know. time that I should have used it. <laughs> yeah, the only time it was I didn't really dark. use it. It did yeah. really seem like when you had night vision on, they were confused. Hunter, what you got? Can I go with like uh, this? It's a very like common level design that they're using here of like the big base, the rafters. 
yeah. running through it down into the subway. It's it's very like I just feel like yeah, it looks like the, every other. Yeah, it reminded you know, me of game. actually Spec Ops the line a little bit. There's definitely like palaces. Yeah, like oh a nuke sub base. Who would have guessed that setting? And we <laughs> you actually you actually mentioned the palace when I was in it, and mm-hmm. I was gonna say, is there like a thing that's maybe like a psychological thing or like we have to put a level in here where you get to destroy the shit out of a really nice place that you could never afford, <laughs> so you feel better about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, like run through you're shooting all the tile (laughs) blowing up everywhere yeah uh eddie you got another one for us um i would say like like the muted look of it like like sometimes it's like oh yeah try to make it look really gritty Mm -hmm. and cold but it just it's just like no it's just like it looks shitty (laughs) (laughs) yeah just too many filters on top of it absolutely (laughs) yeah tom you got one uh yeah an insubordinate hero (laughs) give me your badge and your gun i like it (laughs) that's a good one um frank what you got reinforcements coming as soon as everything's over. <laughs> yeah, it's just just to rescue you at the end, but you've taken care of the job. Hunter? Um, did we mention, like, bullet sponges? No, not Is, really. Was that kind of... I'm going to go bullet sponges, because I shot many people many times. Yeah, no no real reaction to it. There was a state they could get on the ground, but, yeah, that was it. I never even saw that in my entire time I played this game. Because you, start cause you got finish. only headshots, because you're an oper- operational that. professional. Eddie, what you got? I guess, like, how how tight he is to his views i guess it's like oh you, you're a commie therefore you <laughs> just must die there's no reasoning like they're just like oh yeah it's, yeah you're in my way and on, yeah. on top of it throwing uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> I, I don't know if i've ever played a game where they've voiced i'm killing you because of your political beliefs <laughs> yeah it's, it's, tom uh let's go with oblivious guards like how you can be in a huge gunfight with grenades in one room but every time you go to a new room they're just noticing that you're here for the first time sure yeah yeah every room is a reset for stealth if you really want exactly frank armed workers the guys who are working (laughs) on the the missiles they had like hard hats on but they also had guns sure you You know have a gun if you're uh, you never know uh hunter did we say the screen grow going red when you take damage uh, yeah, yeah, I went black and white in this one. I'll take it, though, yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness, where this is usually happens in Cliché Clashes, so many of them. Eddie, you got another one for us? Inconsistent technology, it's like, like the headpiece is always working, and it seems like at the end it, it was just like a regular hard drive. And I'm like, what year is it? <laughs> yeah, was that a it's, floppy disk at the end? It seemed like it yeah. was a solid-state drive, and he's got a headset that he can talk to anywhere, any, anyone anywhere in the world with perfect uh, clarity. Yeah. yeah. But then, like, how much, how much data, like, could that drive have been for, like, 1986? It's, like, <laughs> literally, like, an actual, like, maybe three-word docs that they're going after, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Oh my goodness! All right. Well, does anyone have uh, no? No one dropped out, and I don't want to keep it going too long. Does anyone have a, a huge one that they're sitting on to to take a win for it? Yeah, I got one. What you got, Hunter? Uh, Sniper rifles are auto one shot kill. <laughs> sure, that's good. No matter where you no hit, matter, yeah. I shot him in the leg. I <laughs> shot him in the head. I shot him in the chest. I yeah. shot one in the the testicles. <laughs> I've got. I've got. After I had wrapped mine around his neck, <laughs> that you were carrying ones around <laughs> his neck, and yes, he died. Yeah. I can uh, I can rapid fire a few that I was sitting on that I think. Oh are my goodness! Oh, do it, do it, do it. Let's see it. Okay, okay. So first, stopping the nuke, being a thing. Oh yeah. Two, um, that hacking is easy and everybody can do it. <laughs> um, three, uh, that badasses must smoke cigars. Yeah, where did he get the cigar um, from? And then my last one was uh, patience for uh, player kill animations. How they'll patiently wait for you <laughs> That's to good. murder their friend. Yeah. That's it. I'm dry. That's all I got. 
<laughs> I just sent over a, a picture of beefcake Richard Marcinko. That's the kind of guy. That's what it looks Man, like when you can hack. He's I thick. write books. <laughs> Jesus. What year was that? About war. Yeah, that must have been in the 80s. That that dude's bicep is bigger than his head. I'm not going to lie. He's fucking terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I, I believe every word he says. I wouldn't want to run into him in a North Korea. Yeah. <laughs> if, he walked, if, he, if he walked into the apartment, I'd be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's a good game. It's a good game. <laughs> yeah. Even though it's I was joking. <laughs> All right. So while you start up a speed run. Yeah, like I said, the legacy of this game is one that is one of the worst reviewed by critics um, nearly of all time, but certainly of the seventh generation it is. In 2019, PC Gamer listed it as being one of the worst PC games of all time. Uh, Eurogamer's Richard Ledbetter said it's the worst game I've played in a long, long time. GameSpot called it a ripoff. Uh, IGN said you should stay far, far away from it at all costs and rated it a 1.4 out of 10. Um, yeah, wow. so that's, that's kind of critics' uh, response to it. And we'll get uh, we'll talk about their reviews a little bit more in a second. But So now that we've seen everything this game has to offer, all the mechanics, so to say, that that it has, uh, it's really just, uh, you know, knife kills, shooting. Uh, there's a there's a cover system if you want to use it. Yeah. So you guys, what do you think? Uh, how did how did this game do based on its initial promises eh. and what it delivered? I would say it's completely unfair that they would rate it as like the worst game or give it a 1.4 like that. It, the only thing that I can hold against it is it is absolutely not a sixty dollar game. Right. Like, yeah. and I would, and that's yeah. how I would have reviewed yeah. it. I would have been like, look, this is, I, I, I'm only going to rate this super poorly because you shouldn't spend money on something you can beat this quickly. Right. But I don't know, maybe I'm struggling comparing it to the games at the time, but like it, it doesn't feel horrible to me. And I don't, I don't think that it's it really the same the fate game. as uh, Daikatana. Daikatana like had this huge buildup in expectation. And while they did overpromise in that initial thing that I read talking about their plans for multiplayer and stuff, you know, then they were just silent about it for two years and the game just kind of came out. So it's not like people were expecting this huge thing out of it either. I don't, I, I don't think they were being unfairly harsh because of expectations, except that it was Bethesda and uh, two hours for sixty dollars is. It, Do you think part of it was that like this guy, Marcinko, was like <laughs> kind of like the anti, like he would like look down on like gamers and stuff like that? And do you feel like the reviewers were like, "Fuck this guy"? Um. Yeah, I and, don't know. Um. That's a good question. It, it does. Were they a, it were, feels were, on. Were it just offended? doesn't feel like a balanced review to me. To be like, it, it seems more like an insult to him. But maybe I'm wrong. Well, I, I will say that playing the game in a group, uh, you know, when we're just laughing at the language and stuff, it's fun in a group. When you're playing it on your own, it's just it's like, wow, that's really like just unnecessarily vulgar. And it's not that funny. And it just seems like too much and not likable. I get that he's an anti-hero, but it's just I don't know. When I was playing it on my own, I, I laughed a few times, but mostly it's like, shut the fuck up stop cursing so much it's it's it, i don't like it it's not it's not giving anything to the game i guess it's part of your personality but uh it, it's like that's all it has going for yeah. it yeah i'm telling me how to be who i am <laughs> i feel like the people who reviewed it so poorly were basically just like ah, oh, this guy is trying to be tom clancy and it's no good it's the worst game ever made but it, if tom clancy didn't exist and if this wasn't a 60 dollar game like it probably wouldn't have such bad reviews 
I, I think at this point, the problem is that you had, uh, I'm just looking at a list of games that had come out. Uh, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Vegas 2 was out. That's where that series was at. Um, Bioshock had come out a year before, two years before. Uh, Far Cry 2 was out. Uh, Call of Duty World at War came out a year before. Uh, like I said, Gears of War came out around the same period. It's just Borderlands came out the same year. There's so many shooters that are just do this so much better. Uh, there's mm. there, there's no reason to play this game, in my opinion. But like, if, if you're at a house and this was the only game there was, and you started <laughs> playing it, like you could you could get. You know, there, there's games that we've played where if sure. it was the only game at the house, there, there's a you absolutely <laughs> would never touch it. But there's a universe this one, that like, we like, could ah. create where this game would get a better review. I agree with that analysis. <laughs> it's out there somewhere. It's alternate Earth. <laughs> I feel, I feel it's the like- one where Thanos snapped Tom Clancy out of existence. <laughs> uh, I feel like my main critique of it would be like what I don't like about it is just that like genuinely like it was funny we did the, the cliche clash because like genuinely there is not a single unique aspect to it like sure that it, it really does play like every you know a part of a shooter that you've played before in every mm-hmm. respect so so it's kind of <laughs> boring but not yeah. broken yeah anything else they got I think right the- Killing, uh, killing cr- commies. The flag looks pretty <laughs> accurate, you know. <laughs> Courtesy of Reagan. Uh, yeah, Reagan I, uh, sends his regards. <laughs> I mean, I have a section here for the plot, but I mean, it didn't matter. Let's be honest. The plot didn't matter. It was a, it was a. I have no <laughs> idea what the plot was. <laughs> Kill yeah, bad was, guys, stop it, missiles. I don't. I didn't see Kim Jong Il. I didn't <laughs> see his assistant, who he has a love affair with. Oh, I didn't see his illegitimate son. None of it. Didn't see any of that stuff. <laughs> that's the game I want to play. And I want there to be Marcinko like a romance universe. option. No Ronald Reagan cameo. <laughs> <laughs> it's a video game. You can do anything you want. And they didn't put Ronald Reagan in it, you know? Oh, Jeez. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he could have got a call from Ronald Reagan as soon as the mission was over. <laughs> There's absolutely no like gun physics like any they didn't put any thought into it it's like the bullet shoots straight like i said i can snipe with the pistol from mm-hmm. across the map yeah i know it's it seems completely accurate just as powerful as any of the guns the, the guns didn't stand out to me there's a there's a maybe 10 total um there's nothing yeah. that stands out but there's not anything that makes this the worst game ever I, I wrote down a couple things afterwards that this game dares you to go knife only like Modern Warfare 2 with the uh, marathon lightweight commando perk setup. And also that at one point I wished I could perform a stealth takedown on myself. And also that (laughs) I had never... I had never experienced this on a PC before and I'm glad that you didn't because it could have ruined our whole recording here. But maybe five to six times throughout this game, my keyboard locked in a way that I didn't know was possible. Like my mute button worked for my sound but none of the other buttons, including like numlock caps, were affecting my keyboard. I had to unplug my keyboard and plug it back in so that I could take control of my keyboard again. I've never seen anything Here. do that before. My, my key- keyboard went rogue, I guess you could say. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. It's part of the $60 experience right there. I mean, when you think, <laughs> when you factor that in. You know. This game is like short enough, though, that you could absolutely like max efficiently speed run it and like. <laughs> You know, turn a corner and know exactly where you need to fire 
immediately, oh, sure. you know? Well, I have oh. some some interesting news. I just searched the uh, speedrun times. First place, a gentleman by the Ooh. name of Monodop. Uh, 17 minutes and 30 seconds. He clocked that Whoa. four years ago. Oh, so, so he was he was Hunter. he was doing things to to cheat though, like clipping through walls and stuff. I'm watching it, and yeah, I'm I'm seeing him. He, it doesn't seem like he's cheating. He's just running through the whole thing. But I'm seeing some mistakes too. I, I think that's a that's a nice speed run. 17 minutes. You know, you could try that a couple times in one night. Yeah, maybe maybe one of us has a future in speed runs. All right, well, you can keep that speed run going in the background, but let's move on to the critic reviews. Uh, Metacritic score. This is the aggregate critic rating, 0 to 100. What are your guesses that this game has? I've already told you it got very poor reviews. Uh, 20. 15. Tom, I'm going to make you go not last, because it seems like you always go last. Sneaky Sneakerson. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, <laughs> God, I, I always feel like we always think it's lower... And then it ends up being a little bit higher, but I know this one was really bad. But even still, what did we say so far? Fifteen and twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go up a five. I'm gonna go to twenty-five. All right, and Eddie. Thirteen. <laughs> Thirteen. Nice. <laughs> well, Tom, you are correct. It is hard for games to get that low. This is one of the most poorly reviewed God games damn of all time, and it sits. <laughs> at, Fucking Kami. <laughs> it sits at twenty-nine <laughs> on PC, twenty-eight on wow. three hundred and sixty, and twenty-seven on PS3. Uh, it has a user score of 3.4 on Metacritic, and it has an up-down score on uh, Steam of 63%, or mixed, as they would call it. A couple of the critic reviews here uh, from IGN, they give it a 15, and they say, completely bankrupt of any value whatsoever. Uh, Cheat Code Central gives it a 20 and says, to paraphrase a classic Futurama line, the only thing Rogue Warrior does better than other games is suck. And Giant Bomb gives it a 40. It says, you have to wonder how something like this makes its way onto shelves as a full-priced product. Though there's some sort of ironic fun to be had by cruising through the short campaign and listening to Mickey Rourke shout obscenities, it's practically impossible to wring $60 excitement out of this disc. And for one more section called Someone Else's Treasure, these are the good reviews that people have given this game. All right, so I've sent all you guys some different reviews from some people who really genuinely love this game. So uh, let's start off with Tom. What you got over there, Tom? This is by Hoog Himrod. Got it for free with the Bethesda pack, but it is still a waste of money. All right, and Hunter, what do you have? Maybe one of my favorite names I've ever read Rabies for Babies says <laughs> the strong stance. It's Mickey It's Mickey Rourke sounding half cut, swearing at enemies and just being vulgar. If you don't like this game, the problem is not the game. I wholly agree with that. <laughs> Thanks, Rabies for Babies. I'm gonna send you a friend request right now. You said these are all Steam reviews, right? Yeah, these are all Steam reviews. I gotta reviews. see if this guy's still Shout around. Out. Let him know. If we're I talk to this guy, podcast. I'll let him know. <laughs> yeah, uh, Eddie, what review do you have over there? I have Classy a name review that you have. from. Oh yeah, from esteemed wordsmith Faptopsy, saying <laughs> nothing about this game works or makes sense, but you get to listen to Mickey Rourke swear at communists for a little over an hour. 10 out of 10. <laughs> exactly. And Frank, what do you 10 have there? 10 out of 10. <laughs> this one is from, it, it just says P. I don't know if that's, that's his name. He's accurate. Name P. Okay. Wow. He locked that one down mm-hmm. for him. <laughs> Accurately portrays communists and teaches you how to talk to women. <laughs> there you go. Going from super seducer to this. We have expert, say, yeah. expert class in speaking to women. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, at this point, we. Ask the question, does this game deserve a reboot? 
Does it have anything of value here that needs a second chance since the critics hated it so much? Yeah, what do you guys think? No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I feel like only if Mickey Rourke comes Upset back. Upset that the critics hated it so much, but well, no. Well, I mean, like, a, there just isn't anything here that hasn't, like, when we're talking about improving it, it's like, yeah, those games just exist, though. Right. I don't like, know. Yeah. What about uh, the, the story with him in North Korea? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's, there's, there's play a that lot game. more. Yeah, there's a lot more lore to this character that they're just kind of... Oh, there's a whole universe that's untapped, for sure. Uh, Just (laughs) do we want to experience it? No, I I don't, but I still think (laughs) they should make the game. (laughs) Rebellion Studios needs more work. Give those, that British game development company, some more work. (laughs) Good for the industry, you know, not so much for my own personal enjoyment. <laughs> All right. So finally, we'll get into our Garbage Valley scores. So our scoring system here is a bit unique. Anyone can rate a game on a zero to 10 scale, but that leaves little appreciation for games that are so terrible they're enjoyable. So as you normally got your masterpieces like Fallout 3 that are your your 10s, and you can go lower to scoring games that are like your Fallout 76s. <laughs> as games get worse, they go down to a zero. <laughs> But we keep going all the way to negative 10. See, once it gets into the negative... That was Tom-level low-hanging fruit with Fallout 76. <laughs> it's a Bethesda game. It's appropriate. <laughs> As You're trying to take swings at him and take his points away, but that's not how it works, Hunter. <laughs> yeah, As my ass gets full, bitch. <laughs> As uh, games get worse, they get... You fucking <laughs> As games get worse, they go to zero, but we keep going all the way to negative 10. Once it gets into the negatives, they start getting more enjoyable. So a negative 10 would give you just as much enjoyment as a positive 10. And a zero is just the absolute bottom of the valley, and it's a waste of your time. So where does it place on the scale? Is it a good game or a bad game? So positive or negative? And what value does it get for enjoyment? Uh, First, Tom, what do you think? I'm going to give it a four. A four. A positive four. All right. So it wasn't... wasn't, uh, wasn't bad enjoyment. It was good enjoyment. You're gonna give it a positive four. All right. I, I I can't I can't think of any times where I was like this is. So, I mean, like some of the swearing or whatever. But like that machoism. Like there are plenty of games that kind of lean into it. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It, eh, eh, four. All right, four. Uh, Frank, what do you think? I'm I'm gonna go. You know what? That ending song. <laughs> yeah. Really. I know. Adds- gonna, you want to give it lots of extra points for that. Yeah, I just I just love when things do that, you know, <laughs> and they put some time into that, and I appreciate that. So, um, you know, that was like one guy oh, at the studios like weekend. He yeah, had just too and much I love that guy. Canceled autumn, and he started to put it together and yeah. brought it into the office. He was nervous about it. And yeah, that guy it was just a, it was a hit in the office. It. Like, oh, this guy's the funny guy at the office, and uh, yeah. Yeah, now it's the crowning jewel yeah. of this game. God, yeah. I hope that's yeah. all true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say. A six? Wow, a positive six. No kidding. Yeah, I know. Right. I, it's weird. Good Had God. I played it myself, maybe it wouldn't be that high. I don't know. But watching yeah, it, yeah, I enjoyed it. We, we I had some fun. As we play them right now. So it's not like we paid $60 for it back in 2009. So yeah, that's exactly. the rating. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. How much does it cost right now? It is $5 on Steam. <laughs> no, <laughs> I considered five buying bucks? it for everyone uh, and trying multiplayer yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind <laughs> of almost worth bad. it. Inflation's gone though. Yeah, it's not an indication of the game's quality. Yeah, yeah, that's just what sixty dollars is worth now. It's five (laughs) dollars. All right, and Eddie, what do you think? Have to 
I don't know, maybe between like a 4.5 and a 5.1. <laughs> That's very one. specific. All right. Yeah. You, <laughs> you know, got a I'll whole go system 5.1. set up. All right, 5.1. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 5.1, you know. You did the math, you carried the two, a 5.1. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I, I don't know if it, if, if it is, because yeah, they do lean into that whole, like, like Tom was saying, like, like machismo macho yeah i think but i don't know if they're self-aware about it because like <laughs> yeah that's, you know, that's just like, who richard mashinko is yeah like is it is it like wink wink ignorance or if like they're like oh no we think this is hilarious <laughs> yeah you know president reagan sends his regards i don't know was that i guess it was supposed to be funny i don't know yeah <laughs> or maybe, um, I just was was maybe to be like, my favorite one-liner <laughs> yeah maybe i want to use that to be all the time the american flag and saluting at that time i don't know <laughs> Yeah. And for the gentleman who actually played it this evening, Hunter, what do you think? I want to give it a I want to give it a 3, but okay. I'm going to give it a 2 instead because okay. I got exactly wow. I got exactly 2 hours of play out of it. And oh, I know go. I talked a lot about like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll I'll be able to do one more run. I while, you know, while we were doing all of the extra stuff after I finished the game, you guys were talking, I was playing the game again mm-hmm. and I was immediately bored. <laughs> and uh so i really don't think no not a single ounce of replayability i want to give it like a lower score on that end but like a higher score on the other end and be like it is fun it, it does deserve like a maybe a negative three or negative four because it's pretty bad but it's mm. fun it's just there's like and we've said it several times there's nothing unique or new about it right it's just fast paced shoot them or stab them <laughs> And I beat the game, which like I can just, you know, that's going to up my game's owned percentage versus my game's, <laughs> game's beaten point, percentage, yeah. which probably sits at about like a, a 3%. Steam, so maybe now it's <laughs> it's like 3.1. Yeah. I had a friend that uh, I gamed with for a long time who was a big uh, sales guy. Mm-hmm. And he like he was into getting games on sale, not like that he worked in a sales position. But um, <laughs> and he would he would every day he would be like, hey, this game is like two dollars on this website or, it or it's like five cents here. He's like, I'll buy it for you. And you just throw me some cash. And I did that. And I have, oh, it looks like uh, 276 games on Steam. This one, uh, never been installed, never been installed, never been (laughs) installed. Five minutes of game play, uh, never been installed. Ten minutes, two hours. Yeah, it's like, it's all that. So, yeah. This yeah. game gets a two, is what I mean to say. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't imagine. I've I've beaten more than like one percent of them. But Rogue Warrior, yeah, it was able to do that. I was able to do it in less than two hours, and so were you. And yeah, so for I don't know. I I disagree with most of you guys that uh, I think this is a bad game. So I got to go into the negatives <laughs> pretty hard. Um, and the, it's it's I, I think we talked about it at one point. Like this is a it's a game engine that works. It's a first person shooter engine that like functions okay. It broke my keyboard a few times, but like as far as like the Could gameplay, the there's almost there's almost no mechanics in it at all. There's like a cover system that functions okay, and there's no unique guns. I think the only thing this game has going for it's the Mickey Rourke, which is which is nice. That adds more enjoyment to it. So. Yeah, I got to go like negative three, I think. Uh, it's, I think it's a bad game that I laughed at because it was so bad. And um, yeah, it's it's rough in my opinion. But we're all over the valley and that's all right. It takes all kinds as long as you're not pussies. Made it. <laughs> you should put a little 
preview on the website of each episode before people watch it. And this yeah. one should just be you cursing <laughs> for like a minute. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, like, it's here's very, what to expect in this episode. Very out of character. It's just for you me, saying like fucking commies. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Chris is more uh, comfortable with like an Annie Wilkes style of cursing. Like <laughs> dirty birdie. Little stupid. Yeah. Fudgesicles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah my, my, my mom had an array of uh, replacement curse words growing up. So it was, oh, fiddlesticks and gosh darn it. <laughs> I would yeah, love that's, that's what I'm to see someone. With. In genuine rage, also use those. <laughs> yeah, just like you stub your toe real hard in the middle of the night, and you're just like, fiddlesticks! Ah, dag nabbit! <laughs> All right, I'm just delaying the inevitable here. You guys know the reason you're still here is someone needs to be presented the award of the low res seal. And who's oh, it going to be? Oh, I forgot all about it. <laughs> oh, you totally did. He, he, he. Well, I think that the award must go to this evening, uh, someone who did excellent in Cliché Clash uh, and uh, Achievement Hunter while playing the game. I was very impressed with his ability Ooh. to carry on a, a conversation while playing a game be? with such complex plot depths and uh, hard to follow concepts. So congratulations. I'm on my way to being a Twitch streamer. So you win the seal this evening. Congratulations. You're a true seal. The seal of approval. (laughs) You win the seal of approval. The Richard Marcinko seal of approval. A seal walks into a bar. Or what is it? A baby seal walks into a bar. Fox no or is club. it club? Club. club? That's what yeah, it, it was. Damn it, Hunter. I won, I won oh, the prize and then ruined the end of the podcast. <laughs> All clips in this podcast were used in compliance with the U.S. copyright fair use exemption for criticism and commentary. Garbage Game Night makes no claims to ownership over any games played and has no affiliation with any developer or publishing company. For additional references on cited articles and quotes, check our episode-related blog at garbagegamenight.com. Or if you have a comment about the game we reviewed or have a suggestion, drop us a line.